you do. I got you, homie. Right. Right. Add backside attack. Add backside. Oh, we're back on all oh, on all uh, on all fronts. Yeah. So we're firing all cylinders. We're, we're firing all cylinders. Yeah. We're back on. We're we're firing all cylinders. We're fighting on all fronts. Yeah. Is that what it is? We're fighting all fronts. Uh. I know that's at least a two, at least a two front war. A two front war. Yeah. Never get into a land war with China. Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the the main takeaway from yeah. all that. <laughs> never get into a land war with China. Yeah. Who never, knows? That could no, be coming up. Never, no, never bet against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> never bet against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Where's that from? Oh, it's all Princess Bride. There you go. Yeah, never get into a land war with China. There, yeah. there are two things, two rules, right? Yeah. Never get into a land war with yeah. China. No, no, no. You didn't say it, it was Asia. Asia. Yeah, yeah it's Asia. Mm-hmm. I always wondered if that was because, like, you know how uh, if you watch Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones clearly is not on Earth. They no. speak English, but they're not on Earth. You would know more than me. I've, no. I've, well, no, no, yeah. but what I mean is like those shows, right? Like um, uh, Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, isn't is Winterfell on Earth? Well, no, that's the point. It's like if you look at a map, uh, you're not gonna see Winterfell. No, it's like it's Middle Earth. Uh, but, but what I mean is like yeah. if yeah, it's Middle Earth. Yeah. Like if you look at the, if you look at a map and you yeah. put like an overlay of whatever Tolkien put in there, mm-hmm. Tolkien or whatever uh, Martin puts on whatever. What is his Middle Earth? Or is yeah. not Middle or whatever Earth. Dungeons and Dragons or Westeros, all, Westeros, whatever that, yeah. that shit, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. If you overlay that over England, it's not the same land at all. No, it's not. Ba- it, 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 there's no basis for it. Like at least, uh, like, like uh, Middle Earth is actually it has a basis in. Uh, it, it is an overlay, I would say. Is it? I uh, I don't know. Because I mean, like you know, but I mean, the thing is, like, this, just because I would say like his his mindset when mm-hmm. he made it was based upon like old folk- folklore. Well, I mean, well, even it's that's like, kind of yeah, loose. Yeah, even like yeah, it is very loose. But yeah. it, I would say like, but it's based upon old England because uh, uh, the concepts are the there. Concepts are there. The but, concepts are different. But yeah, but like it's not like Middle Earth is not Europe. Yeah, Middle Earth is definitely not um, England and Scotland. Yeah, it's not. I mean, well, I mean, he does have an idea of again in the, in the current climate that we're in, mm-hmm. people can analyze it however they want. But the idea was that you had uh, a certain army that was not kind, not good people. Mm-hmm. They were they were evil, and they were on that side of the of the map, and then they had to walk through that side like Nazis. They had to mm-hmm. walk through that side of the map, and, and there was like industrialization, and uh, like the war machine was building stuff in certain parts of the world. Their friends were a little bit further off. That yeah, may, the, may not be Russians. Yeah, there, 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 there is a lot of like World War One and two analogies in yeah. Lord of the Rings. Like you could say, like the, uh, like the ring, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, you could say that that's the that's the atomic weapon. Like the yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's 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 tons of allegories. The V one. Yeah, exactly. It could be the V the V one yeah. rocket. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's because there, it is based on like because he wrote those stories while he was in the bunkers in World War One. Yeah, I mean, all of that is his his like a concept of how like uh, mechanics, machinery, the war machine, industrialization is all destroying the world. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like throwing hell. There's a lot of black guys in the south. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't think he was making an analogy as if it's like you know we we hate the dark people to the south of us. I think that just happened to be like one of. The, I, I don't think he's making any racist. No, things are just products of their time. Yeah, they're, they're, they they really are. At yeah. the same time, I don't think he was. Uh, he's he not was malicious. Making a, yeah, there's, there's a malicious. Yeah, there's not, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think he's just trying to write a cool story and some things line up. Yeah, exactly. No, what, I mean I'm also not a, a Tolkienist. Is that is that the is that is that good? Am I saying the right I, word? I, I think you just say I, I like I'm not one of those people who loves Tolkien. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of do. I mean, I read Lord of the Rings front to back as a kid, and then because uh, you know did you, you should read, go front to back. Did you go read Lord of the Rings first or the Hobbit? Lord of the Rings. I read. I read the Hobbit first. Did you? I actually did not read the Hobbit until the movie was about to come out. Mm. I never read the Hobbit as a kid. 
I read I read the Hobbit because I just uh, I just love I fell in love with the cover, and uh, after that I, I looked at Lord of the Rings. I saw how thick they were. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah. the Hobbit was not. Yeah, Hobbit was not. How they got three three and a half movies? Yeah, <laughs> of the Hobbit. I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, I like Hobbit too because there, there was a lot of pictures in there when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, there were illustrations. right? Yeah, it was more like uh, it was. I thought it was like a more of a fantasy book for kids when I was reading it, and then I got I got really into it, and then uh, finally got around to Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's a good thing I read The Hobbit first because yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I would have like really enjoyed Lord of the Rings if it wasn't for The Hobbit. Really? Because I think that uh, The Hobbit is it's a good trailer because mm-hmm. it gets you used to the languages. I get you. And it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it kind of, It's kind of a better world building book. Yeah, yeah. Like as as an intro. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because I read it so I read them so early, but uh, or when I was young because I was reading like. Uh, God knows what I was reading when I was a kid, but like uh, I was reading a lot of horror like books. <laughs> Go- what was that goose goosebumps? That yeah, stuff? Um, you know, like goosebump stuff. Yeah, like where you like right into the uh, the Stephen King. Yeah, I was actually reading a lot of Stephen King. Actually, um, I read. Uh, yeah, I was reading um, books about on the occult. I Did you reading- notice? Uh, not to interrupt you here. I think this might be in line I was with in what the you're talking about. Thought, you you were. I wanted. To, I yeah. wanted to destroy you just, your thought. Yeah, yeah. It was massacred. I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Yeah, I was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but did you notice that in our age group? I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna dip your finger in the water and just a tear, yeah. <laughs> a single tear, a single tear. But kids in our age, in our in our 80s, like a teenage group, mm-hmm. read a lot of Koontz and read a lot of Stephen King. Yeah. Like that was one of those things that like a twelve year old or thirteen year old would do in the eighties. Goosebumps, James. Yeah, same thing. Yep. Goosebumps too, but like, like I mean, I read The Watchers and shit. Mm-hmm. Or The Watchers, right? Yeah, yeah, that was Dean Koontz. The kids weren't reading that shit, and they won't read that now. They won't read like hard horror about you know like hybrid alien Sasquatch dog animals. No, yeah, they won't. Uh, They'll read Goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. Um, I. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just I just read a lot of science fiction and a mm-hmm. lot of uh, like I was reading a lot of Isaac As- Asimov. You sure were. Yeah, we all did. Remember yeah. Norby? Yeah, yeah. There was. Um, just turn that guy off. I think you can reach over and get the remote real quick and just give that the old uh, blinky blink. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, well, we were Asimov kids. Yeah, I was. I was a huge As- Asimov kid, uh, and I was also reading like a. Um, yeah, actually, no. A lot of my the books I was reading was like just general books of like uh, that, just compilation books of like knowledge encyclopedia books, mm-hmm. and then uh, and I was reading a lot of Sir, Ath- Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, well, I read a time. Yeah, I read Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes and because uh, um, my parents had these all these big collections of like books that just look nice, but they never wanted to read them. Yeah, yeah. But they're all by the by the like like great historical authors. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed those and I just read those because there was nothing because like on a rainy day there's nothing else to do. On a rainy day, we would read a book. Yeah, that's, grab, that's a very yeah, grab. I grabbed. A, I used to grab like two liter bottles of ginger ale. Yeah, yeah. And I just like lie down and just like drink that and just drink uh, and burp and, and yeah. read your read your and read my Sherlock books. Holmes man. Yeah. Oh, man, I used to love Sherlock Holmes as a kid. I remember when um when I got my first iPhone and they had that little I think it was Kobo, Kobo or somebody had like a free reader that had a ton of free it, books. Yeah, on it was yeah that's what it was yeah yeah the Kobo reader mm-hmm. and it was just like all the um Edgar Rice Burroughs stuff mm-hmm. and all the Conan Doyle stuff. Actually, iBooks has that as well. Does it? iBooks has all like the, the, all the like the classics. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. For free. Get out of town, yeah. huh? Man, yeah, there was like a bunch of free books in there. I got to reread Download all. Download on them. your iPad. I will give that a. I'll yeah. give that a read. Yeah. yeah, I have like all, all those classics. I have them all on my on my uh, on my iPad. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, there's a bunch of really cool books in there. And like, I mean, that's just it. Like rediscovering books. Mm-hmm. I think like everybody kind of uses their little uh, their little idiot device mm-hmm. just to like. I mean, for the most part, we always talk about it. Instagram or just you know post a, a dumb remark on Twitter or Facebook or whatever yeah. but you've got you really have like all this technology giving you unlimited information 
Yeah. Or rediscovering all the stuff that you loved as a kid. Yeah. Just getting right back into it. Oh, yeah. You know, I use my idiot device to rediscover that I didn't know. The dude who played Murdoch, Michael DeBar, he fronted a power station at Live Aid. Murdoch from yeah. A-Team? From, no, Murdoch from uh, MacGyver. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did not know that he fronted Power Station when Robert Palmer didn't do it. I don't know why Robert Palmer did, didn't do it. Because, you know, like Robert Palmer was the, the lead singer. He was the lead singer, yeah. But for, for Live Aid, they needed a guy because Palmer couldn't do it, and he did it. I just saw the video the other day, yeah. That's crazy. He's on stage. I saw that around. video, yeah. Get I, out of town. Oh, my God. I, I, I had no idea. Yeah, right? I mm-hmm. mean, like that was like one of those pop culture things that we grew up with as kids. Yeah, because he was huge. I remember Rob Palmer was, was doing the performance of uh, 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 his, what's his most famous song? Um, oh, with the uh, the one that Shania Twain did. Yeah, the one with, with, all, the, with all the women. All the women in the background playing the, the instruments. Yeah, it's... Uh, Oh, addicted to love. Addicted to love. Yeah, yeah. you you spend that live, and I, yeah, I I saw that performance. Yeah, just recently, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, that didn't like it didn't register. occur to you. No, nope. that Robert Palmer didn't do the uh, the power station that's, performance. That's crazy. Which is wild too, because like Robert Palmer was kind of like if your dad fronted a rock band, mm-hmm. like he was the guy who was like he wasn't very athletic, like he wasn't Mick Jagger. No, no, he had like he had like like a dad bod. Total dad bod, but he but he had that button up white shirt. Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah but he but and that's and that tie. But man, that guy just had like uh, you could see on his face that guy had just like like he he was he looked like he was the man. He was the man and like a great voice, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember like Robert Palmer, um, Steve Winwood. Remember mm-hmm. those like hard eighties, yeah. like bluesy but rock, rock but yeah. pop. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, man. And then when you see like uh, Michael Debar on stage, and you know he's a marquee, he's like an actual like marquee. Really? In, in, yeah, it's weird, man. The guy's got some weird, like I don't know. Like, I think that means that he has to fight a knight if they if they ask him to. Weird shit like that. But um, he was on stage and he's full on like Mick Jagger. Like the way he moved on stage is like really impressive. He's a super like superstar frontman. It's it's odd to see that because like that's like, not a guy you you think about like that. You think about him as being like the uh, the what's it called the Moriarty, Moriarty to MacGyver's yeah. Sherlock Holmes, yeah. right? Hey, man, we should have call back. Kind of a full circle there. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah. There was um. Uh, I think um. Uh, I think one of my most like like there's certain like like there's certain like stars from the '80s that you can, uh, like you enjoy their music. They yeah, you know what? I, th- I throw that on a playlist, but you'll probably you listen to it once in a while. Every now and then. Yeah, but I think one of the my favorite one of my favorite uh like like musicians from the uh from the '80s. Up until now, even like I'll still listen to his music. Um, is Peter Gabriel? Oh, Peter Gabriel's incredible, he's, man. He's like he's 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 amazing. Like I, I can't even put into words like how like how awesome his music is. Like I love his everything music. Peter Gabriel has done. Yeah, has been phenomenal. Yeah, like what he did for music in the eighties, like uh, is incredible. Because in the in this in the sea of like one hit wonders and like the flashy clothes, he was like a world musician. He was like a five hundred hit wonder. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you just look at like like the the radio stuff, and then you got things like Biko. Yeah. You got things like what was that one that he did with um who's that the singer the the other not Amy Man, he's like a duet that was supposed to be somebody else too. It was supposed to be like Annie Lennox or somebody, and she didn't do it. Was it, it wasn't Allison Moyette? It was uh. Don't give up. Don't, well, yeah. who, who does don't give up with him? Oh, uh, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. the, yeah, like Peter Gabriel was like a five hundred hit wonder. Yeah, like every it seemed like every month he had some other awesome song. Yeah, did you have seen his studio in London? It is incredible. It's incredible. It looks like the kind of thing where the Beatles would have looked at it and been like, "We well, had yeah. we had that studio. Yeah, it's so kind of, much yeah, it's nicer like, than what we had." It's like Abbey Road or something. Like it's that. Abbey Road on steroids. Yeah, it's um. I remember like you know uh, what's his face? Uh, you know Harry Styles? <laughs> I do know Harry Styles. Okay, you know, you know <laughs> I've he, heard the name. You know he has a cover band. What? Yeah. 
that guy gets more and more likable yeah. all the time. Yeah, he was on Howard Stern, and then he did a. Uh, uh, he was talking to uh, him. This is just recently. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he goes, um, he's with his cover band, and he's like, and then he did a Sledgehammer. Really. By Peter Gabriel on uh, on uh, you should. Watch. It's incredible how good it is. Yeah. Man, did it shock the monkey? Uh, <laughs> are, we, are we doing that now? Or are you well, just going to like... Well, it, it, it got Robin wet for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, man. And, and his voice was like, he's saying it exactly like Peter Gabriel saying it. God. Yeah. Favorite Peter Gabriel song? My favorite? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd have to say either... I think the best produced that has the best music yeah, is yeah. Uh, is Sledgehammer, for me anyway. Sledgehammer's pretty rad. Yeah. I think right up there is uh, In Your Eyes. In Your Eyes is awesome too. Yeah. Party Man. Party Man's good. Party too. Man is underrated. Yeah. Party Man is one of those ones where you you hear and you're like, oh yeah, that is that is a Peter Gabriel song. Mm-hmm. It's on like it's on none of his greatest hits. Yeah. It's on barely like it's on barely any like the top ten lists. But every time I hear Party Man, yeah. fuck, that's a good song. Oh yeah, like the uh, um, I think I liked uh, I think you know what, when I first listened to In Your Eyes when I really like like really got into it was mm-hmm. when uh, they played it on a David David Copperfield special. I don't believe, yeah, it is one of those songs. Yeah, because David Carver plays unreal music in his uh, in his specials. Back Always in, back man. in the late eighties, early nineties, like he played his all of his specials had unreal music. David Copperfield is like the uh, the Peter Gabriel of magic. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's worth like almost a billion dollars. <laughs> I I can't I can't hate that guy. I can't. There are certain people who might be cheesy. And you look at it, they might be like uh, the ones who are, they're not really magicians or illusionists. Yeah. And you know they do the Oprah circuit and all that kind of crap. Yeah. And you're like, I, I fucking hate that guy. Oh yeah, but like, then Peter, uh, what's it called? David David Copperfield. You can't hate that guy. No, he's he even makes fun of himself sometimes. When, yeah. when people say like, uh, he does a trick for someone, and mm-hmm. he's like, and then after he's done, he's like, he looks at the camera, he's like, oh magic. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty happy that worked. Oh yeah, man. Like he's uh, yeah. I could have gone so wrong. Yeah, he does that kind of shit. He's, he's like, appreciated. He yeah, he is like he's deprecating. The go- he's the god. He's the godfather. He is the godfather of I'd say yeah, modern magic, modern magic our yeah. era of magic. Like before, like the the Hennings, who's Doug Henning was the first real like big time illusionist. Yeah, and then there. Yeah, then you have like Siegfried and Roy. Then you have uh, the modern day guys like uh, who's that douchebag uh, who's in Las Vegas all the time. Uh, not, not David Blaine. David Blaine's not a douchebag. No, no, David Blaine's all. I love David Blaine's Blaine. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no, the other guy, uh, Chris Angel. Chris Angel. Yeah, Chris Angel's a huge douchebag. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, David Blaine when he did the the Conan O'Brien? He did the old late night. This is when he's kind of like up and coming. Oh yeah, I saw, I've seen all those. He did that one trick where he bends the card and he hides it and then he puts it up top and he's holding it and he yeah. like lets it go and it pops, right? Mm-hmm. So he's doing that trick and Conan looks at him he's like, I think you're the devil. And yeah. he gives him a deadpan stare. He's like, I am not the devil. Yeah. It's like, oh, I think you are the devil mm-hmm. because that's exactly what the devil would say. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man. yeah. I used to, I, I actually got one of those uh, Magician's decks. Did you? And I was doing uh, tricks for people uh, at U of A when I was when I was going there, and people were just like stunned. They're like, "How the hell did you do that?" I'm like, "I can't tell you." I can't tell you. And they're like, "Why not?" I said, "By the time I t- if I tell you, that means I'm going to be nothing to you." <laughs> if I tell you, I'll lose all my mystery and be nothing yeah. to you. Yeah, because that's straight from uh, um, uh, that uh, Kirsten Dunst movie, The Prestige. Oh, get never, out of town. Never, he's like, never give your trick away because once it does, one thing you give this, the secret away that those you will need mean nothing to these people. How many birds have you killed? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's basically it, yeah, right? Exactly. Fuck, prestige is good. Prestige is awesome. If you notice, uh, there was another article not too long ago, like in in line that idea. Like, there's a prestige, and then there was uh, was it the illusionist? That was the Edward. Yeah, Norton yeah. Those, one, those right? two were those two were released very close to each other. Very close to each other. Illusionist is a great movie. Also, a very good movie. Yeah. But there was always like when you look at pop culture, not not every moment, or not even like the biggest moments, but there are these weird layovers. Like, Er had Chicago Hope. Mm-hmm. 
like there's those like certain crossovers that happen. Mm-hmm. That was like an article that I, I kind of read. There were more examples of that, but there there are a ton of them. That every time like there's one really big one, there's another one that will either be like forgotten but still really well liked, yeah, or just like you know like lampooned or shit all over, yeah. You know, somebody will be like, "Oh, I guess like we're the illusionists now." Like, there always there will always be another movie out there. There, yeah, there will there will always be because like I think uh, um, they will see a trend. They'll mm-hmm. see like you know what? Okay, there's a magic movie out, right? Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, "Okay, you know what? This is a uh, um, oh, it's really it's really good. Maybe we can get another. Uh, we can get a writer to like. Okay, maybe this is the new this is the new vibe. Like, yeah, people, people are making. Oh, magic movies are in now. This is a new trend. Yeah. So okay, we, let's get, let's get a good director. Let's see if we can make another. Uh, but then magic there's movie. there's also trends too. There are like, trends, I mean, yeah. like when you look at that whole era of like look, teen post-apocalyptic, yeah, exactly, or dystopian movies, dystopian that came movies, out. yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of that shit <laughs> in, in yeah. that gap. There was yeah. like the Maze Runner. There was the 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 what's it called the Bow Chick. What was her name? The one that was oh, really popular. Yeah, we had that, uh, the, the main one. The main one. Yeah. There was the uh, Hunger Games. There's the Hunger Games. Games. Yeah. Then there was like the friggin' one where all the kids are Olympians. There was like all these weird, like dystopian y kind of like post apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, then the zombie movies came back, for, and then uh, oh, all God. that shit, and then Walking Dead like emerged from like all that, the primordial soup of all this God, shit. So. I hate The Walking Dead so much. Yeah. I mean, the comic is phenomenal, but I, the TV show is just like, it is the biggest steaming pile of horse shit on TV, maybe since, I don't know, there was a spin off of Three's Company. The ro- well, you name your Ropers is the one I kind of hoped would, yeah. would, would work yeah, out. Three's a crowd. Three's uh, a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It's the biggest steaming pile of shit. No, no. Three's a crowd. It was another one was uh, um, uh, the Trapper John one. Hey, man, that was a good show. That was a good Trapper show. Trapper John MD was a good yeah, show. MD, yeah. Yeah, that, was, um, that wasn't even the real dude. Who's the who's the guy who played him? He passed away like not too long afterwards. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't based because like, cause, like Trapper. It was, was after Trapper came back. Yeah, tra- and Trapper was, uh, yeah, he yeah he was not that. He, he was, ran a hospital. Yeah. Exactly. He looked like Rob Reiner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rob Reiner, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember what his name was, but he's a, he was a really well-known like actor of, of that, that era. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he played Trapper John after he came back. And there was After Mash. Which is when uh, Potter got called by Radar. Yeah. Potter was sitting at home with, uh, what was his wife's name? Meredith? Mer- Margaret? Edith? Uh, yeah, he was a... Uh, yeah, some, one of Something those... Something like that. Yeah. One of those old-timey names. Those, uh, those 1920s names, yeah. Yeah, and then Radar wrote him a letter and said, you know, why don't you come uh, come do something? And he becomes a chief of staff of a hospital, and they hire, like, Klinger and a Houlihan. Like, he hires the old MASH crowd. Yeah which, is weird. Mash. yeah, which is weird, because I thought Klinger was that, like, uh, he, he stayed in Korea. Did he stay? Well, that was at maybe. That, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, 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 it. no, no. It's uh, it was uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he was there or not. Yeah. Like, we can IMDb it, but like uh, uh, Klinger couldn't believe because you know the the ending of Mash was like everyone ended up where they they thought they wouldn't be going. A lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were like because like things that they that held they, they, that was they held dear. Certain like ideas was, they had. Yeah, was sacrificed. Like mm-hmm. you know, like uh, um, uh, who's that British guy? Uh, well, he wasn't British. He was uh, Bostonian. Bostonian, yeah. yeah. Traditional Boston accent. Yeah, what's his name? Winchester. Uh, Winchester, yeah. Charles Emerson Winchester the yeah, Third. Yeah, because he he was like, uh, um, uh, he he loved to listen to music, right? Yeah. And he even said at the end, like when he uh, when those those people, like he was trying to teach these people music, and then those people ended up dying. Yeah, he's trying to put together a choir or something. Yeah. Right? So then um, and at the end, he said, uh, um, I looked at music as an escape from this place. Mm-hmm. He goes, now when I listen to music, it's it, all it is is a reminder now. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, and then uh, Klinger was like, all he wanted to do was get out of Korea, but then he got married there, and he's like, I guess I'm staying in Korea now. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, man. And then uh, uh, the priest, uh, uh, was Father Mulcahy, uh, he went deaf. Oh. So he can't listen to anybody anymore? He got tinnitus and some stuff from the bombs. Or tinnitus or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Is it tinnitus or tinnitus? Uh, How does Archer say it? 
Yeah, I'll say the same thing. Arthur says it. Arthur <laughs> I think says, he calls it tinnitus. Yeah, I'm, I'm suffering from a huge case of tinnitus. <laughs> God, Archer is so good. Right, yeah, he's, he sounds like uh, Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> yeah, when he gets it, that's all I hear. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, they all, like, MASH was was dark and light, like the yeah. ending of MASH. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. The idea wasn't that, um, you know, we all live happily ever after. No. It yeah. was just like, it was going to kind of subvert the idea of what they all wanted. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. What they, what they, what was their their end goals mm-hmm. um, or whatever they held dear mm-hmm. uh, like for, for a lot of them was, yeah. was, 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 was sacrificed. Man. Yeah. Mash was a great show. Yeah. Man, there were, there will never be like there was, um, God, there's something else you're talking about. Frasier. I think Frasier, they were saying had uh 25.2 million viewers for its last episode. And that's after they dicked it around for an entire season. Before I, I, I never watched the last episode of, of uh, Frasier. That's a good episode. What happened? Yeah, uh, he goes on a plane to. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but you he ends up on a plane. Not, I can't watch all of them, so I can't and, watch all the episodes again. Oh yeah, they're they're all on. They're all not, on you can tell me. And uh, he goes on a plane because he's got a new job, mm-hmm. and he ends up. I think that's the one where he ends up sitting next to Diane, mm-hmm. or he he ends up next to a, another lady, and he's telling her about the last time, his last few days in Seattle. And it's bas- it's not a bottle episode, but he's reminiscing backwards. Yeah, and the whole episode is leading up to how he got on the plane, mm-hmm. and um, he's. He leaves happy. Like, he ends up going to this job happy. I think he's going to end up, not with her, but he's going to end up with his new, like, possible opportunity with this other, with his lady on the plane. But it all, it's all the lead up to where they all end up. Like, Frazier and Niles, or Niles and um, Daphne have the kid now. Yeah. Martin's off doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Frazier's going somewhere else. So they all split. Like, They're everybody kind of goes their own way. Oh, okay. That's yeah. why when they do the reboot, it might not be a Seattle reboot in the apartment. It's going to be somewhere else entirely. They are doing the reboot, though? Uh, he's apparently kind of gung-ho about it and everybody's on board they have a script i think i'm pretty sure before coronavirus hit like they have they have a home for it okay it was, but kelsey Grammer has said that it won't be it won't necessarily be in seattle mm. so that it's going to be somewhere else entirely do you think it was was it diane who was uh who was sitting next to him did they it, no no it was a different lady it was oh, okay. like they showed her oh, it, was, okay. it was somebody else entirely oh, okay cool yeah the Diane one was uh cheers yeah where frazier or not where sam and diane are gonna head off they're gonna leave and get on a plane and go away. In the end, he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to go. <laughs> and he ditches uh, Diane comes back. I would have married Diane. Diane was awesome. Diane was awful. Diane, Diane Chambers? Cheers? Fucked around with 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 Frazier and Wait, Sammy? Am I thinking about the same one? Is I that think you're the, thinking of Rebecca. Rebecca was rad. Kirstie Alley's Rebecca Howe? No, the, 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 the one who had like a really like British, kind of a British accent. Oh no! You're thinking about the one from Cheer or from Fraser? That was uh, Daphne. No, 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 from from Cheers. She was there before uh, Rebecca came. I think you're thinking about Diane. Yeah, yeah. She also had a posh accent, but she wasn't British. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Diane I know, was I, know, the I, know I just like her because she's uh, she's super attractive. You thought she was super attractive? Yeah, man. Did you, Are you watching the same show? Did you see her in that movie Caveman from the '80s? I friggin' hated her from day one and everything else she was in. I could not stand her. Like I'm, she was the one when she left. I was like, "Thank God she's gone." I hated her. I hated her like Carla hated her. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, That's man, fine. yeah. I did not like her at all. Yeah, he's a Diane one. You're a Diane, huh? Jeez, she classed up that joint. She, cla- <laughs> she classed up this dump. <laughs> uh, let me ask you something, and this is something that uh, that got stuck in my head a couple days ago. It's been in my head for a while. I don't know all the words to it. I've been singing it completely wrong, probably. But do you remember the Fall Guy? Yeah. Yeah, the Unknown Stuntman theme song. Mm-hmm. Did Lee Majors ever do a cameo in The Simpsons? Yes, he did. He did, right? He did, yeah. All of that kind of warped around this concept of Lee Majors doing I, mean, I was talking to Doug because Doug saw some dude in like a 1970s Jeep 
with like the the glass down. Mm-hmm. He's driving around the neighborhood, and I'm like, "Well, you live by Lee Majors. Yeah, did you go ask who it is? Because it's probably Lee Majors." Mm-hmm. And then from there, I started thinking of the stuntman and like Howie, and who was the 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 one the the super hot blonde who they were with. Yeah. Uh, Heather Thomas. Heather Thomas. Like, like all of that was in my head. I had the unknown stuntman in my head. And I thought that I fooled myself into thinking Lee Majors did a voice in The Simpsons, like a voice cameo. He, yeah, he was in The Simpsons. I feel like he did a voice cameo yeah, he in The is, Simpsons. Yeah. All yeah. right, so I'm not going crazy. Yeah. The um, Actually, uh, there's – I think if uh, – there was one – I was watching these videos on, on YouTube the other day. And uh, I just watched this one video called Never Say Hi to a Feminist. <laughs> I like how you kind of faltered at the end there. You're like, should I go through with this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss yeah, a lot of people yeah, off. Yeah, I was like, it's like, should you say hi to a, like not not a not like not like a like like a, not a pickup. No, like 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 not like like a modern day like militant fe- feminist. Was that like a fifth wave feminism? That's like uh, if you look at them and say hi, they're like, I'm calling the police because you because uh, you're because you're because you're, you're raping me. Does she have pink hair? That's like bowl cut. Yeah, and their eyes are just way too uh, like, high, like that. And then they're like, "I'm calling the police." You they said have that you, like catfish mouth. Yeah, they're like, don't say hi to me. Don't say hi to me. Like, oh, like, and uh, you can't like they're they're ruining any chance of like procreation, procreation, or like there's a reason why birth rates are down. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of guys who are the male version of that who are doing the same thing for women. Yeah, there's this weird like there's weird movements on all sides, man. Yeah. And you guys are fucking shit up for everybody else who just wants to be normal. Yeah, like if that's your if that's your way of like you know creating equal op- opportunity by just being having like male versions of like uh, assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah there, it's there the same right shit. There. Yeah. Like you guys, I, we, we need worst. both of you to die off mm-hmm. so everybody else in the middle who's normal can go about their business. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm all for. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm all for like. Uh, uh, equality, equality. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, no, like yeah, just having normal conversations. Like it doesn't matter who, like doesn't matter who you are or what sex you are, right? It's like yeah. as long as you're a good human being and like you know, I agree with like equal rights and stuff like that. But like, um, but modern day feminism is is completely like out of control and dead. It, it, well, there are a lot of psychos who are running the show. Yeah, and like uh, they're like chivalry is dead. I'm like, yeah, these modern, uh, these modern feminists fucking bitches like they, 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 <laughs> they, they killed it i don't know which video you're watching but um i feel like it got you all fired up yeah. and uh <laughs> yeah i really did i did if i was i was in that guy's position <laughs> i would i would have thrown a hammer at her i uh like attack hammer just hit her over the head with it i do know what you're talking about because i mean again i worked in an industry for a long time that was all about people meeting people people meeting people mm-hmm. that's what it was that's what bars are bars are you go to a bar because you want to get drunk and party or you want to get drunk and horny mm-hmm. or you are horny and you want to get drunk and start fucking around yeah, that's like that's why you go to bars. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a modern day meat market. Yeah, it's a meat. It is a meat market. No. It's, it's a meat market where everybody just peacocks around, mm-hmm. and you're all trying to show somebody else and trying to attract the person trying to attract. Yeah, and you you see like there are those, and it's not just it's not just what I think you're thinking about with that modern day feminism stuff because there are people who go to a bar just to kind of be, I guess like, uh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? Assholes. They want. They just want to go to a bar to be assholes. Like yeah. I mean, they want somebody to look at them so they can like fire out a retort. Like, do you think I'm just here for your eyes? I'm well, not here for your well, eyes. Yeah. Well, a lot of those women are like they they need a night out and like they'll want to dress up and they're yeah. they're not looking to get action, but they want to show like they just want to doll themselves up and like go out and, and show how untouchable they are. They don't do that thing where they do this. And yeah. Then, like they want to like put their shoulders together. Or put yeah. Their together. Think, yeah. And cool. then, like when you look at them, they're like, I'm not into you. I don't need a man. Yeah. Or like yeah, yeah it's like. It's minus thirty outside, but they still won't. They still won't check. Their, they still won't bring a coat because they don't want to check it or something. There's like a that. lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Idiots. Shit. There's there the guy version of that. I've always thought was that guy who wears like white stitch jeans and uh, Ed Hardy shirts. 
Yeah. That's the guy version of that. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's the same dude. Same dude. Like, and, yeah. I th- and the thing is, those two don't attract each other. They don't attract each other yeah, at yet, all. Yet they're cut, they're cut from the same cloth. It's weird, man. Like, like I mean, we can now say that every gender. It's not just both gender. Every gender has oh, got yeah. their, they're oh, yeah. like, their clique of assholes. Like, they've got these little groups in there that are just like so unlikable that you just want them gone. Mm-hmm. So all the people who have like common sense and common courtesy and normal, like, Normal ideas of how to have a conversation yeah. and just move on and just be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's um. Yeah. They're just these modern these modern day like 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 militant feminists. They're just like looking for excuse to get like uh, what's the triggered. I guess that's the word. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. So and then they want to be like uh, completely outraged because. Um, they're mean. Yeah. The thing is, like, if they if they want to, if that gives them a sense of empowerment. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that is such a that's that's a very like sad way to live because you're just like. Um, you're looking for someone to look at you so you can yell. Yeah, there, there's definitely yeah. like there's a there's a type of person attracted to it. Like I know I know exactly what you mean because there is there are people who I know who are feminists and they are I I don't want to I don't know if that's a traditional feminism or whatever it is, but the whole idea behind what they talk about and what they do and what they say is just what we would assume like egalitarianism is or equal rights or equality. Yeah. Like you know, we just wanna we just wanna make sure that if you're doing the same work, you're getting the same pay. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you know like. Um, like a first year male cop and a first year female cop both get paid differently because one's male and one's female. Yeah. It's like if you're trying to get the job, if you're trying to get like advanced in the workplace as as a man in a job and a woman is going to take more time off because they have different priorities. Yeah. Then you're going to probably see a difference in pay. Like it's the the whole what's the, what's the thing that they always say these days the um the uh like the equity in pay has to be with the amount of wow. Oh, there's a there's a phrase. I'm, I'm gonna fuck the whole thing up. There's a whole the whole idea of it. Like if you have different goals in life, and because of that, you're not you're not attempting to advance yourself in the position. Yeah. Then you're not gonna get paid the same as somebody else who is like really just like head down doing the hard work, male or female. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna see these women out there who just like they get into these high power jobs. They're type A personalities. They're head down. They're chugging along. They're doing the work. They're doing it hard. Well, if you have a dude out there who's like lack lackluster and everything he does, like whatever, like I'll I'll get the job. Don't want to get the job. He's not gonna get paid the same as she is. Like she's gonna get paid more. She's gonna advance in that position, and that's gonna work. But it's rare to see women who do that. It's very rare. It's um, rare to see the women who are going to do that because they generally have different priorities in their overall life. Yeah, and it also depends, like you know, how we're um, like gender, like the the. The gender like pay gap is also it's also also depends on like, um, just general like uh, uh, I guess choices that uh, males and females make when it comes to their professions, right? Where like uh, women are like th- there's there's numerous studies that I looked at where like women are like, they're more um, more of the, more of them nurturing. They're more they're more into relationships, mm-hmm. and guys are more into like practical more into like practical material things, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, that there, there's a reason why people like why why different sexes uh, choose different professions, right? Where you'll see like a lot more women in medicine, mm-hmm. and you'll see more guys in uh, more more men, I should say, in uh, in engineering or something like that, right? Well, I mean, you won't see like more women over men in medicine. Oh yeah, you will. No, no, but what I mean is like overall, like what what I'm trying to get at is like okay, that that job is there, medicine's there, nursing, doctors, whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? It may attract more women because of the kind of job it is, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like it's not going to be like a, 
it's not going to be like like a, like a crazy huge amount where it's like ninety percent women to ten percent men. No, no, it, yeah, men. It's, it's not like a, like where women are are they are nine like nine percent of the doctors out there are women. Right? Yeah, it'll it's, it'll it'll generally it'll it'll bring both sexes into that. Oh yeah, into that it, job. yeah, it will bring both sexes in there. But, but there but, are some jobs that will just appeal to men. Oh yeah, but it's also the same time with, with women too, right? They're not yeah. they may not be the most like pre- like preeminent like high paying jobs, right? But like mm-hmm. what, based upon like what choices they make in their professions, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's gonna be uh, in most countries. I actually, I actually looked at some polls and I actually did some research on it. Like you, in, especially in the in the healthcare field, mm-hmm. you will definitely see more women in there. And so, uh, but in the the uh, in the fields of like engineering, uh, construction, all that yeah. stuff, yeah, you'll see like not to say like no one that no one can do either job better. Yeah, or worse, women right? or men can both do the job. Yeah, it's just a matter but it'll of, attract primarily yeah, men. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that could be because like women have the idea of the way they'll be treated in that environment. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas you don't see men think like if I go and become a doctor, mm-hmm. they're gonna call me like you know, all kinds of like names. They're gonna say, oh, you're a girly man. No, mm-hmm. it'll attract both sexes. No, it'll attract both sexes. Yeah. yeah. Whereas exactly. like construction or like high risk. High danger jobs generally have more men doing it. Yeah, they 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 just do. They attract men. Yeah, like and, and like like I said, there's no there's no set there's no, we're, no one is saying that uh, anybody can get into a shark cage. Yeah, and like any woman can do cementing and, uh, and bricklaying. Like, exactly. Yeah. So I was yeah. trying to make it more exciting, but still, like you know, skydiving and fucking fighting sharks. Yeah. Um, but again, but then when you do see like a uh, a female bricklayer who owns her own company, mm-hmm. who's been who's been doing it well and successfully, and is uh is really like sought after mm-hmm. by multiple clients because of her work is so good. Yeah. You see that and you're like well, like a lady runs that? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Yeah. That's who did that work? Yeah. And Whereas like, you won't see that from a nurse. That's a lady nurse who did that. Yeah. Are like you yeah, you'll you'll see like it like well for that example, like I said the bricklaying company, right? Mm-hmm. Like God knows what she had to do to to become like to start her own company. Exactly. Right? But that's not to say that. Uh, and be that, like top for field. Yeah, but but that's but but kind of like to backtrack what I just said. But like uh, like when she started, her, like when she became the CEO of her own bricklaying company, no matter how big or small, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sense where like that's that's awesome that that she did that. Not because she, I didn't think she could do that. Is that uh, it's uh, that's a male. That's mostly a it's male dominated male dominated field. Field, mm-hmm. field, and she uh, she took upon herself not to just be one of the bunch and but. Uh, but to rise above and have yeah. like uh, have her own, so exactly, yeah. So like any like guy should like a guy can do that as well. But like same time, it's like uh, in a male dominated field for mm-hmm. for for her to like just to go in. It's like no one should be surprised by it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, it's... Cause, yeah, because like that that will break down. That kind of breaks down like the uh, uh, the so, that kind of breaks down the social norms where you should be surprised if a girl if a lady is doing this and like oh that's usually a guy doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I meant by yeah. it. it's like there there isn't like there are some fields that you look at and you think to yourself, well, it's it's odd. It's not odd, but it's unusual to see like a high uh, like a, the ratio being fifty fifty mm-hmm. men and women. Like if you went to bricklaying or oil rigging or like I said dangerous jobs like uh, like even uh, now obviously more because there are more action oriented female movies, but stunt work. If you see those things, to see like fifty fifty men to women, it's it's rare. Mm-hmm. Whereas to see fifty to, to think there's fifty fifty men to women, or at least the availability or the the opportunity in in feel like medicine or science or any like the STEM, it's not it's not strange. Yeah, like you see female scientists, you're like, no, she's a scientist. Mm-hmm. It's not that she's a female scientist; she's a she's a scientist. Mm-hmm. But if you see like a like a female bricklayer, it's like, oh, that that bricklaying job or that company is owned and operated by a woman. You're like, well, okay then. Mm-hmm. Tough, tough lady. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's just like the bias that we have, right? We yeah. see that and we're like, oh, holy shit. Oh, yeah, that, that's an inherited bias we have, right? Exactly. Like, she must, oh, oh my God, she must be she tough. She must be tough as nails. Yeah, she's tough as nails, right? Yeah. Like, uh, no, the question is that 
people who work in who work in that industry are tough as nails. Are tough as, exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't be that you know she's mm-hmm. tough as nails yeah. because she's a woman doing bricklaying. Yeah. She's just in that industry, therefore tough as nails. Yeah, exactly. It was like that guy is doing that work, therefore he's tough as nails. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, as uh, um, we're just gonna jump off that. We're not gonna we're not gonna stay there. No, I, I, thought, you, I thought you had more to say about that. Oh no, I was I was just thinking that before I forgot it was yeah. um, that uh, did you hear did you hear about that new uh, Counter Reeves comic book that's coming out? Yeah, the guy was Berserker. Looks like Keanu Berserker. Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> he wrote it. it was like B Z R K R. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. wrote it. Ber- I can't remember who's illustrating it, but it looks really good. It looks like yeah. It, it's it's basically like it's him. Yeah, it's it's the John Wick face Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. It looks really good. I think it's twelve issues right now. I think they're they're gonna do or something. Uh, like that. yeah, but it could be. I think yeah. I think it is limited, yeah. but it's gonna be limited in the sense that it's like um limited to. Like it's gonna be twelve issues and maybe take a year or two off, then write twelve more. Yeah. Where he's in a different situation. Yeah. So um, yeah, I can't wait to see that. It looks pretty good. But again, um, to kind of drag you back in there, kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. that is another field that used to be for the longest time male dominated. Mm-hmm. And when you saw like uh, like was it Amanda Connor mm-hmm. or like all these these female creators, comic book creators, at first it was like, well, that's really mm-hmm. like she can draw like that. Yeah. She's really she really she actually a pretty talented artist and now it's like the field is getting so like saturated where it's not 50 50 but it's definitely way more than what it was where it's like literally 99 percent male one percent female mm-hmm. now you're seeing more women working in comics and like really good high level work too not just you know like uh like tokenism we're like get abroad on that because like you know we got to get our female readership yeah. get the girl who writes little lulu that's yeah. a guy too. Well, get the girl that writes Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Also a guy. Shit. Um, find me a girl who can write words and mm-hmm. put her on my comic book. They don't sound like that. Stanley didn't sound like that. Yeah. But I mean, I that's. I'm not sure if he used the word broad either. <laughs> Stanley definitely used the word broad multiple times in his life. Stanley yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jack Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Get me a broad who yeah. can write me a good comic yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what it sounded yeah. more like. Yeah. Excelsior. Yeah. I like, yeah. <laughs> Any broad in here can you give me a cup of coffee. Can somebody get a dame who can write a good comic and get me a nice cup of coffee? <laughs> I made. Uh, oh, I made. I made a wept coffee yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wait, one of those like uh, Delonga things. Yeah, those yeah. things. Yeah. I made <laughs> I one know yesterday. Why did the jerk off sign? Yeah. <laughs> like one of those Delonga things. Yeah. It's, like, it's such a. It's such, It's so tedious. It is a lot of work for not a lot. I mean, I'd rather just make a milkshake and be happy. Yeah, I'd rather just throw it in the blender. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of work for not a lot of great yeah, stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, you, it's just uh, it's so the, the whisking takes like okay, granola whisking takes about what three minutes or something to get it really, really fo- like really, <laughs> really thick. foamy, frothy. That, yeah, then it's like do, uh, Santormi. Did you have it with 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 uh, ice milk? <laughs> when you made it, you ever made it before? No, I have never made yeah, it. I, I just I can't be bothered. Yeah, it's 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 so it's so much hassle for like like what you get. I'd rather, I I'd rather, I'd rather just make a frappuccino or something like that. Exactly, right? Yeah. I, I, I like the foamer thing. I have the foamer. Yeah, I have the machine where you just put the milk in there and you yeah, press yeah. the button and, Push then the button. It, and then it just spins. It for you. Yeah, exactly. I do that. If I want it sweet, I take a little teaspoon of honey or some brown sugar and dump that in there. Yeah. Uh, just And I just hit the button. Yeah, and it heats it up too. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then I, I check what I'm going to be watching on the TV there. And then by the time I've found what I want, which is usually the price is right. That thing's done, yeah. <laughs> and I've got myself a coffee, and it's good to go. Yeah, I don't know. Or you just drink your coffee black and hot like a normal human being. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh, I was I was trying it. Yeah, I was just whiskey it. I'm like, I was like, ah. Uh, then I was like, uh, I'm like, what else can I put in there that would, that would be would be interesting? Because I'm whipping it all anyway, right? So yeah. what can I do to thicken it up a little bit? Uh, yeah. I threw a little bit of cream in there. Some nougat. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, I was like, um, then afterwards I was, I was drinking it. I was like, okay, it has like, um, um. And then I, I heat it up a little bit, and then I like how it was so monotonous that you couldn't think of like a, it yeah. has like a. So it had like a nutty, caramelly flavor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is good. I'm like, I'm like, I, like, but I could have gone to Starbucks and like been back and actually bought something that actually tastes better than this and been happier. Yeah, yeah. Or just made a frappuccino or something with some Kit Kat. 
Oh, that's not, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, so I was like, uh, like this is a total waste. I uh, Okay, here's the thing. Now, if if you had been sitting at home, watching TV, doing whatever you do in the middle of the afternoon, just chilling out, maxing, yeah. relaxing all cool, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden somebody just brought you a foamy coffee like that, and you drank that thing that you drank, you'd probably be like, this is really good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. This is very tasty. But the fact that you should make it yourself made it not as good, not as worth it. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, thank I'm like, oh, this is different. This I'm is like, different. this is great. So I'm like, uh, then I'm like, okay, how do you make it? And then once he said like, oh, you have to whisk this. You whisk it for four seconds, for four minutes. And then you have to like, uh, then put like uh, ice cubes. If you want a, a cold yeah. so ice cubes and some milk uh, at the bottom and then throw your, throw your, um, your, your whipped coffee on top. Yeah. I'm like, how's that take? I don't know, about 10 minutes or like five, five, 10 minutes. And you're like, I'm like, uh, no, you'd appreciate Thank it, you. though. I would appreciate the you'd gesture. You'd appreciate the gesture, right? Yeah. Because somebody that, took the time to think you would enjoy that. I, but I, that, I would not make one... For yourself. For myself. No. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No. I would appreciate the gesture from some, for somebody else, from somebody else. I would make that for somebody mm-hmm. to be like, I thought you would enjoy yeah, this. Yeah, that's exactly it. I would make it for somebody. Yes. But... Uh, I would not make that for myself. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, you have... Like, even if you're making it, like, in big batches, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you like that's the better way to do it. That is the way to do because, it. Because, like, when you're making it in small batches, it's like, you just have this, like, small layer that's on the bottom of the glass bowl. And you're just like... <laughs> like then you have to scoop it all <laughs> out. And you're like, ah, it just takes so long. It is such a pain in the yeah, ass. I know. When we have, like, uh, like big parties or functions... Not like we're party people. Like, I'm a, like, I'm a big party guy. But if I have a bunch of friends over... Um, and we're doing like a thing. We've all had some dinner and whatever. I make those London fogs. I get some Earl Grey. I'll really get like three or four bags of Earl Grey. Make some nice condensed, like hot Earl Grey, and I'll foam up a ton of milk. And I'll just do like a quick Earl Grey uh, sweet milk. It's just a mix, and we'll all drink those at night. That's yeah. that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. It's a dessert dessert drink. Everybody enjoys it. It's not that time consuming though. But very 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 rarely have I ever made one for myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna drink Earl Grey. It's hot water in a tea bag. I'm done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit out there and make a like a foam uh, basin and make myself like a, a frothy substance with all the sugar and crap. Now that's yeah. You know, for me that that's what I do. I do, I make a foam uh, uh, a foam basin. Yeah, like I well I do, I pretty much make it the same way you do. Like yeah, yeah. I just make a I'll fo- I'll foam the I'll foam the milk and mm-hmm. then I'll uh, make a. Uh, well, I use the blender. Uh, yeah, I put all the stuff in the bowl. Hot, like gets like hot, hot milk, mm-hmm. and uh, like I'll, I'll boil the shit out of it. So it even reduces a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I'll just I'll blend the hell out with a blender, and I just I've got a really nice uh, a really nice Japanese pot that I use. I pour all that stuff in that cup with. Okay, yeah, because yeah, the way I do it is like yeah, I just do um, I'll, I'll French press the coffee, then I'll use the foam and the milk in the in mm-hmm. that in a, in in a, a little button, in, push in button a, thing, push button thing, and then I'll, I'll just oh, for one cup it's perfect. Yeah, that's that's all I do. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna get a, a, those Nestle espressos, but I was like, no, that's just a it's a it's a waste of resource, and it's they don't a, last long anyway. It's a waste of of like the resource. It's a waste that you're putting plastic into places where you don't need to be putting plastic into. Yep. Like we got we got to minimize all that stuff. Then we talked about last time. I can't understand why we don't just use cardboard for all of our packing needs. Like, you know, when you have, like, the styrofoam in there? Mm-hmm. We're not rough with our shit anymore. Like, I can understand there's a time when things went, like, across country on these gigantic trucks, and they were all, like, you know, 1940s Peterbilts, or the hell they were back then. Yeah. They're, like, jaunting around, and they had to make, like, a, a device that could pack next to your TV that wouldn't destroy your TV. Yeah, you should have seen uh, when I got my uh, my Kira package. I can't imagine. It was there was so much packaging in there. Like, oh, there was, it was, okay, the, the box, okay, my, my, the, the box set was inside a box, and that box had uh, had styrofoam on each on each corner mm-hmm. on the top and the bottom, and I was putting another thicker box. And then I looked at the, then I then <laughs> like how it's like a nesting doll. It, it's it was huge. It was like this big. It was like this big, but the but the actual box set is only like this big. Yeah. And then uh, 
uh, I was like, and I looked at the, um, I went to take it to recycling, and then I was like, I'm like, this is for one thing. For one thing. One thing. I'm taking this in the recycle depot. Yeah, like for Am- one thing. Yeah, Amazon has like, I bet you, Amazon has like 90 percent of the world's cardboard resources they use. Oh man, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Now we're saying 90 is a joke, but like it's definitely 50. Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely fifty yeah. percent, mm-hmm. like or or more fifty yeah. plus. That's uh, that's gross. Yeah, it's uh, uh yeah. That, that's why I like uh, like like uh, compost, uh, recycle everything. If you everything, have. man. Yeah. You got my sh- compost bin now. Yeah. Did you um hear about uh, uh this is a stupid thing to talk about? Like uh, um, you know, uh, I was on Vinemix's uh website. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> First world problems. Yeah, and uh, they have this uh. They have a they have a portable garburetor you can get, so it's the size of like a bread maker, like about uh-huh. like this big, and what you do it has a bucket inside of it. It has it has two charcoal filters in there. Hmm. So like, you know whenever you like you make a smoothie or something like that, you have a banana peel, you just throw it or whatever in the garbage or yeah. whatever, or you throw it in the lawn or whatever you do. Um, <laughs> the, uh, throw in the lawn or I don't know. You know you, you you have chicken bones and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Any kind of like or any time of organic waste basically, right? Mm-hmm. You throw all that shit in that bucket. And then uh, you put it inside that machine. Mm-hmm. It takes it from here. You see, you have like this, you have this much weight. It goes. Yeah, yeah. It goes to this. Into like a sludge. Yeah, and that it, and it turns into compost, and you could throw that in your garden. That is incredible. Yeah. See, that's a good invention. That's a great invention because yeah. right now, like, I have a banana, and I'm grabbing the scissors, and I'm cutting into little pieces. And I'm taking that and putting my bucket. Yeah. I got my my Folgers coffee can. Yeah. It all goes in there. And then, like, all that stuff has to, like, compile and sit. But it's, like, it's a lot. Because, really, like, at the end of the day, and it's every day, I've got a, a Folgers coffee tin full of waste. Yeah. But, like, if I can compact that into the size of that, ca- that cup, yeah, and be a happy camper. Throw it th- and throw it, in your, throw it in the soil. That's, uh... Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. That's and, a really good idea. And the carbon filters, like, there's no smell or anything. Even the smell. Like, I mean, unless you're one of these guys who's composting, you know, like, like, like meat products. Yeah, like yeah, that's the thing too. They they showed it and like there was a it just grounded from like this this mass that was this like like uh, biomass like this yeah like, like that this quato sized chunk of waste quato sized yeah exactly <laughs> and it went it would and it just crushed it all within like a couple of seconds huh it just ate the whole thing that's that's wild man yeah. I can't believe it ate the whole thing yeah I, uh, I can't believe I ate the whole thing <laughs> I had uh, I had my nephew I was holding him like over over my 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 gut <laughs> the other day walking around I asked my I asked him. Well, he's little. He doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. He barely understands baby talk. Yeah. Like, do you know what a quado is? <laughs> I realized like there are people in the room who mm-hmm. thought I'm calling this baby a quado. Yeah. Age group. You shouldn't call babies quados. Yeah, exactly. Open but your mind to me. Open your mind to me, Quaid. <laughs> Quaid. <laughs> God, what is going on here? No quado in the remake. That that really bummed me out. I didn't even watch the remake. I didn't hate it, but like it wouldn't. It wasn't Total Recall. Yeah, was, I think if I want to watch Total Recall, I'd watch, watch Total, Total Recall. Recall. Yeah. Like, they, they shouldn't have called it Total Recall. It could have been a Total Recall sequel. Yeah. But uh, it was not Total Recall. No. And no Quato. If you're going to do Total Recall, I gotta. I, I need a Quato. Yeah. Quato didn't, didn't die very well. No, Quato took it pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, you killed the host, you, you killed the Quato. Yeah. <laughs> but it was rough. What was worse? Like, do you think Quato was more dis- is more disgusting or the uh, the, the chest burster? Oh, Quato. The chest burster is like a, I mean, it's like it's like a mosquito hatching from an egg. Like it's it's got a function to it. Yeah, this At dude's got to walk around with like a human in his chest. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the quado is way worse than the chest yeah, burster. Yeah, he's like here. Where's oh, I want to speak to quado? He's like, oh, like, hold on for a second. Turns around. Wait uh, a second. It turns around. <laughs> he's like he's completely dormant while this thing is this krang is sitting in his chest yeah. talking to him. That, that scene, I'm just like, I, it actually it actually just dis, it, it disgusts me. Yeah. That whole movie is. I, again, like for fans of the movie, it's not 
underrated at all. No. But for people who don't realize what it is, it's it is the Conan the Barbarian. It's the second Conan the Barbarian type movie they did, where it like rejuvenated an entire like a like a genre. Yeah. The like Conan the Barbarian comes out and it just like it kickstarts sword and sandals again, mm-hmm. and it's actually really good, especially the extended cut. It's it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Total Recall, which if you watch it, you're like it's just a dumb sci-fi movie with like a like the get ready for a surprise head yeah. and the quado and the Mars and the, ah, the weird face shit. Yeah. But really, it's a phenomenal movie that it, kind of kickstarted like weird sci-fi again. Oh yeah, it was uh it's I wouldn't call it cyberpunk, but it's a uh, pretty damn close. It's a uh, it's like it's it's kind of an it's kind of an offspring. It's like the it's, yeah. like, it's like the ropers of like uh of, of cyberpunk. Of cyberpunk, yeah. But really, like after that we had things like Johnny Mnemonic and Tanker, like all these weird like weird sci-fi was kind of popping back up yeah, again. Yeah, Johnny Mnemonic is like uh Underrated. Uh, it's a. I like. Well, it's a William Gibson. It's based on a William Gibson novel. Yeah. And uh, but, it's there was a. It's like Neuralink before Neuralink. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> put this chip in your head. Yeah. Store it. Yeah, store it. How many gigs is it? Whatever this. I'm like, I can. Get, you can put that on a thumb drive. Sixty four k. Sixty four kilobytes yeah, of information. Exactly. In my head. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I have to get all my fourteen point four kilobyte per second modem. <laughs> Kilobot. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I don't. You know, they have, well, there's a scene in there. Um, that's actually. Um, you know the scene where like they're uh, when he's getting he's getting that uh, all the data in, uh, downloaded into his head mm-hmm. when he's with the Japanese yakuza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, data and yakuza. Yeah, that scene is actually taken. That scene is actually they use that as inspiration for the uh, the trailer for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Get out of town. Yeah. You know what? I believe it. Yep. I believe it because that is um like the 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 William Gibson Gibson angle is huge. William Gibson is the father of cyber, cyberpunk of modern day cyberpunk. Modern yeah. day cyberpunk. Yep. Was there really cyberpunk before him? Like, what, what would have been cyberpunk before William Gibson? Well, there's like there's other movies like that where, well, cyberpunk is a title given to people who were like kind of like uh kind of like kind of again like anti-government and they uh they were uh like hacking hacking and, and stuff like that yeah. and so they were just given that title of like they were just cyber like they were just called cyberpunks. But what we kind of look at as cyberpunk, yeah, like you can look at old school movies like Metropolis, for example, yeah. like, and stuff like that. But, uh, but that's but, more like retrofuturism. That's retrofuturism. Yeah. Well, so, now now retro, but at that time, like futurism. Yeah. So like if if you if that's the kind of like where it gestated from, mm-hmm. I would say like if you if I had to pick one person, it would be William Gibson. Yeah, it'd be Gibson, right? Yeah. Because I mean, there was a few things happening around. Pope, like pre William Gibson, the like Harlan Ellison. Yeah, and there's also like like Asimov and A- stuff like that. But that's Asimov. more that's more like sci-fi. Yeah, that's that's more like um, yeah, I would say that's like uh like mid sci-fi. That's yeah. not that's not really high tech that, sci-fi. Because yeah, that, it was that, just that, an idea of where we're going. Yeah, that's like those are those are guys where like um people were influenced by them, mm-hmm. like saying like you know yeah I love like science I, I love like. Um, like you know, high end sci fi or like really like highbrow sci fi. Yeah. But that didn't. That, it, it's not like they turned Asimov, like Asimov's uh, vision into a- cyberpunk. Asimov. Asimov's <laughs> vision into cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. We, that that just started somewhere. Yeah. Cyberpunk yeah. to me is more things like uh, like like Shadowrun. Yeah. Is cyberpunk. Shadowrun. Like that that yeah. kind of feel is, yeah. is cyberpunk. Dusex Mechanos. Like that's that's cyberpunk. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That that's definitely cyberpunk. Like though that is what we look at. Blade Runner. Clearly. Blade Runner, yeah. That that is the idea that we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. But um, like yeah, before that, really, it was. Just it was just like the idea of okay because you know like high fantasy low fantasy what the idea is right like yeah. low fantasy is just the is the concept of like uh like Ben Hur mm-hmm. it's like low fantasy really. yeah whereas uh, even Conan I guess when you look at Conan he'd be more like yeah more like high fantasy because there are things like uh like the Hyperboreans 
mm-hmm. weird races and stuff. Weird races, kingdoms. There, yeah. There's some magic. Yeah, some magic. Like Tantamon so- sorcery. is magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorcery is there. Yeah. But like mid to low fantasy is just what we would have been. Like, uh, like you know, like I guess Robin Hood mm-hmm. is not really fantasy, but it's it would be low fantasy. Mm-hmm. There's no sorcerers doing magical shit. Yeah. There's just normal shit. But then there's like that low sci-fi, low science would be in my head Asimov. Like Asimov is just looking at where we're going yeah. into the future. And he's like, well, I guess by then we'll fly flying cars. Mm-hmm. Like we can make things fly now. So yeah. if they put like rotors on a car, they'll fly. Yeah. But then you have like the, the giant mnemonic type stuff where we're going to download info into your head and a hologram is going to start following you around. That hologram is basically a wizard doing yeah. magic shit. It is like a high fantasy in, in a sense, right? Or high sci-fi in a sense. Yeah, because the, the, when you're looking at that stuff, like uh, it is told in, in kind of like a futuristic setting. Yeah. But it's tangible. Like you can feel like, yeah, this feels like this This could be like New, New Jersey in the next like 25, this 30 is where it years, could be. right? Like, Demolition that, Man. Demolition Man, yeah. <laughs> is where we're like, yeah, we, we're kind of there now. Yeah, exactly. So like, uh, I think, uh, oh, you're right. And then they have high, like high sci-fi is like, yeah. more like, uh, like Star Trek or something like that, where it's like... Um, yeah I mean yeah I guess because there are alien races but yeah. like Star Trek is always so grounded in in like um, actually sci-fi could, Star, Star Trek could also be looked at something like where we are going yeah it's where we're going like where we hope we are going to be like one day like, exactly like, where like uh, diseases are cured yeah you, like you know all your medicine that you need is like exactly yeah. all the concepts are based in advancements in what we currently yeah. have yeah like they're, they're getting rid of the monetary system and yeah uh you know well ac- the acquisition of wealth is mm-hmm. no longer the driving force in people's lives well yeah that'll happen yeah. <laughs> no but yeah then you have the idea of things like uh like what would magic be as it like relates to science fiction yeah and that's where you kind of have to look at like high like high sci-fi well you could take a lot yeah it's you a could big take, rhyme well you could take a lot you could take like the marvel movies in that sense then <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. 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 You really, absolutely. The Marvel movies and yeah. Marvel comics in general would be considered like high science fiction. Yeah. Weird. Which is kind of sad. But it's right up your alley. Oh yeah. God, you love the Marvel movies. Man, Thanos. Yeah. It's your favorite villain yeah. of all time. Exactly. I'm Captain not even. I, like, I'm kind of like not even looking towards. So I'm kind of like part of me is not even looking forward to the Silver Surfer movie. I think I'm out. Yeah. I'll tell you, there was a time around like 2009. Actually, you know what? Huh. Sorry to interrupt. You know no, no, why? You know why? Huh? Because I know she's gonna. He's gonna have to like. He's gonna have a tangle with Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel? He's gonna be infatuated with Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, he's gonna be like, uh, she's, she's, I think, I hope, I hope. You're beautiful. Actually, I'm Norman Rad. Let's yeah, get it I on. hope he kills her. <laughs> he will not kill her. In would, fact, she is so powerful, she'll kill him. That, that's how it's gonna be. The power cosmos is gonna get downgraded into this, like, like this, like, bitch power where he's only yeah, connected that, to Galactus. Yeah, yeah, so if that's, if, if she, if he, if he has, if they're on equal footing and stuff, I, I'm gonna be like, no, this is not right. No. Yeah. They're gonna take Silver Surfer. The the most powerful like even even Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk Hulk was like thank God he's wearing that thing on his chest because yeah. he'd be mopping up the floor with me yeah like there's a reason Silver Surfer was taking a beating from him during Planet Hulk he had that 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 R two D two chip on his chest yep. that's it oh yeah otherwise the Surfer is just cleaning your clock mm-hmm. on a regular basis oh yeah like there, there's because uh, the thing is I understand where they have to go like they they even if if they can make him all powerful yeah then but put him to good use. Like, make sure that he's, yeah. uh, like, he doesn't have to fight everybody. Exactly. So, like, like make him like. Uh, uh, but then, then again, how are they going to use Galactus? You mean Christian Bale? Like, what are they going to do with that character? Yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced. I'm still convinced. Who knows, man? I, uh, I definitely hope they don't do the the cloud of bees. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do with it. It's, it's the it, bees. I don't want him to be the next big bad guy. 
I want him to like be part of something even bigger than that. Yeah, I don't want him to be a bad guy. Like the idea of Galactus is that he's a force of nature. I hope they use the Annihilation Wave. That should be the that really should be the whole next run. Yeah, the whole next run because they use already the have the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, use the Braxis. Galaxies. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They've got all of them there. Introduce Nova. And just go full Annihilation Wave. Yeah, I hope Nihilus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nihilus. Uh, what a great run. Yeah. Annihilation Wave. That is the the modern day um uh like like gigantic benchmark story that Marvel told. Yeah. That nobody seemed to care about. That was like, a, that was a crazy story. Crazy and critical. Like yeah. all the crap happening during Civil War, all the crap happening during uh like House of M, all that shit was just happening. Everybody's going nuts for it. And nobody's paying attention to, to Annihilation. Annihilation was well well drawn, well written. Mm-hmm. It was cohesive. It had continuity through all the tie-ins. Yep. I've never seen anything where like you would read, say, like X-Men number 12, tie into Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to read this. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. Yeah. This is completely dumb. It has nothing to do with the, co- the, 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 the storyline. Mm-hmm. Every tie-in to Annihilation. Had something to do with Annihilation. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I think uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think what, what they're gonna do with um, with Galactus and stuff. I just think it's uh, but having said that, um, what the hell? Are they, like this whole COVID uh situation, Shut right? Shut a lot of shit down. Yeah, like I'm not sure if people are gonna be like if okay, if let's see if there is not a vaccination. I, think, I know the clinical trials actually went well. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're they are they are close. Um, to getting like a, an actual fix, an actual like real vaccine. Well, it's like as of today, as of today, AstraZeneca or whoever makes that stuff. Yeah, they've they've hit like pretty good strides with what they're working on. Uh, they said the 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 the, the, the synthesized protein in it mm-hmm. is actually like shows that it it will be effective. Oh, that's good. So, uh, but by the time they can, you know, manufacture that up to scale, mm-hmm. um, who knows when the hell we're gonna get like a a feasible uh, uh, drug for this? Uh, what this. what do you think is gonna happen? Like. When it comes out, people get vaccinated, they're fine. Then, like a bunch of anti-vaxxers don't get vaccinated, and they start getting it. Oh God! And like they're all, they're all just dropping like flies. Yeah. Like, what's the lie going to be then? Well, you know, well, <laughs> at least I don't have autism. Yeah. I guess they're asking me their battle cry. Well, the, well, the also was that uh, I'm going to be like, good, good, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, enjoy not having autism I mean, yeah, on your. I, I hope you get COVID right up your ass <laughs> on your ventilator. Yeah, all those people ventilator. Those Fourth of July idiots. I'm like, I hope you oh, get COVID man. right up your ass. Yeah. Man, there's there's so and they many. did and they did. Yep. I mean, there were there were a lot of just don't go out at nighttime in big crowds mm-hmm. when there's COVID nineteen. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like the yeah, the rule of thumb right there. Oh yeah, there was there was all these like I was watching this even today before I came here. There was a video about these uh, these people on the beach and on July Fourth and these these. these Covidians, these covidians, these, yeah, <laughs> these they're the dumbest people. Like I, okay, I've been, I, I've been like, well, they bo- want their freedom. Yeah, I've been borderline blackout drunk before. Yeah, yeah. I have never, I don't act like that. No, 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 no. These are like, well, know, they have something to prove right now. Yeah, they're like they're and they're taking like uh, like vodka bottles, yeah, and they're just drinking it straight. Like, yeah. that, and they're like, they're like, it goes like, I don't need COVID. The whole thing's a goddamn lie. Does like, anybody here know anybody who has COVID? Yeah. And they're like, I was like, no, no. And then he's like, yeah, see. So it could be a lie. It could, it could couldn't it? Yeah. Well, the Earth could be flat too, couldn't it? Yeah. It could be aliens on the moon, couldn't there? Yeah. It's like the weird shit they say, man. Yeah. And then this guy like says, uh, and he's this guy's interviewing this one student, and he's like, he goes, hey, this is. He goes, yeah, man, this place is a good place to get all these bitches. And he's like, uh, and he's like, who's this girl <laughs> with you? And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, this is one of my, this, this, this is one of my, this go, this, this is one of my bitches. He's really cool. And she's Did like, she hit him with a shoe? Well, no, she goes. Cause she should have hit him with a yeah, shoe. Yeah, she's like, she's like Brian. And then she goes, he goes, how do you know this girl? He's like, oh, uh, I'm making this up. That's what he said. 
He goes, oh, uh, I think I ate her ass out once. And it, and it, <laughs> oh, then, my God. And then he goes, then she goes, Brian. And she hits him like just like slap like like that. I'm like, and well, this guy, and you, this, you belong with each other. Yeah. This guy looked like he was uh, like a real Chad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he looked like a real chat. Like overweight and like yeah. uh, bad haircut, bad skin. Did and he did he do that thing where he's like always flopping his hair with his head? <laughs> he's like doing this shit all the time. I think he was just trying to like. Yeah, I think his head was going like that because he just he couldn't keep his con. He, he couldn't stay conscious. He was like, Ugh. oh my god. Yeah. There's there's like so much stupidity in yeah. these people. I, in, I, there's always gonna be stupid people wherever a bunch of people get together and get drunk. Like yeah. that's just that's just the way I, it is. I, I was hoping like they were so they were so close. They should just. Swam out to the ocean, let the, and then just like just uh, dr- just, just drown out like gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> let the sound take you away. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just let it go, man. Yeah, just go, just drown. We don't we don't need people like you in this on this planet. Let's no, but like here. what I what I was trying trying to say is like for that situation is like if you work in a bar and you see people who get drunk all the time, and they're doing their they're doing their like stupid bar guy bullshit. Yeah. There's always gonna be these people out there who act dumb and get drunk and and whatever. But you kind of you kind of let it slide, and then there are those people. Who you see them? You've always seen them, but now these are the ones who are out there on like in big numbers, right? En mass. There's the ones who are getting drunk and partying hard because they feel like that's how they're gonna show you. This is I'm gonna show you, man. Mm-hmm. This is I'm gonna show you, Dad. Yeah. Like there's there's those people, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who are out there right now in huge numbers. Yeah, like I I understand like you know there's uh if you're um because we're all we're all going through it. If you're like let's say if you're um. You know, you 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 finish school. Like school's done, you can't go back to you go back. You can't go back to classes. Yep. Uh, you need a. You feel like you need a break. You just you feel like you deserve that. You deserve that break. You can hear the Alice Cooper in your head. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, so I want to go to the beach. The beach is right there. I wish I could go to there. Yeah. But like, um, they're like, but they because they, they, they don't know any different. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they don't they don't realize that. Like, uh, it doesn't sink in that you have to stay home. You have to do. You have to like self isolate and stuff like that, right? And they're just like. If I have to go, you mean I can't even do this? No, it's recommended that you do this. Mm-hmm. You have to stay home. You have to do this. And once they go from here to here, they're just like, then they get triggered. And they're like, no, that's an infringement. I'm, I'm going to go anyway. Well, no, I, yeah. I think what you just described are two groups of people. I think you've, you've described oh, no, yeah, that. The, that yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. There's the group. Of, oh, yeah. Then on purpose. You're right. There's a group of people who they can't go out. And they're like, man, this sucks. I got to stay home. Mm-hmm. I get it. It blows. I wish I can go out. Maybe they'll sneak out. Maybe they'll sneak out and they'll keep a low profile. Mm-hmm. They'll party their friends in a backyard somewhere. Yeah. They'll fucking do this thing with the two dicks. Like, fucking, yeah. <laughs> what's yeah. his name on Mad TV? Yeah. They'll do all that kind of crap, right? The, the rubbing, the, the tug. <laughs> the double tug? Yeah. They'll, they'll party hard with everybody else. Right? They'll have a good time, but they'll do it quietly. And they'll sneak back inside. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll fucking like, try to be really quiet. And the mom will wake up and be like, Brian, yeah. I told you to stay home. Were you out? And he's like, I'm out. I was in the backyard with some friends. That's it. But then there's the ones who go out and it's like, you mean I can't do it? That's an infringement on my freedoms. Mm-hmm. I was born in the USA. Oh yeah, there's like the thing is like people are just no, you can't just do you can't do that. Yeah, you're free to do this, but make sure you do that. Make sure you do that safely. That's right. Because just because you can't go to the beach, there's people who don't live by a beach. Yeah, yeah. And they get along just fine during their they holidays. They do all right, man. Yeah. So why don't you why don't you research? Why don't you go on the internet and find out what you can do? Yeah. What can you do safely? But their freedoms. But their freedoms backside attack. Oh, well, did you see that guy? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen died so that they can go out there and party because they were born in the USA. Yeah, do you see that? Yeah, even in those people who go to Costco and those. Oh my one, god! Did you see that one guy? There's so many right now. Yeah, there's the that Costco one. freakout. Yeah, the, the, that guy in Costco got his ass handed to him. Basically, the guy said, "Like, uh, he goes, sir, put on a mask. He goes, yeah. or ask you to wear one while you're in the store." Yep. 
And the guy said, no, that, that's my constitutional right to whatever, right? Taking your card. Yeah, I took it away. <laughs> and the guy's like, hey, man, you fucking pussy or whatever. And the guy's just like, I don't fucking care. I like the ones who uh, who they tell them that uh, you got to wear a mask. It's like, you know, you don't, you do not, don't ever wear a mask. It'll restrict your oxygen. You get less oxygen. It's scientific fact. It's like, no, it's not, you moron. It's when the guy says things, the, the idiot freaking out like a Costco or a Walmart. And he's like, no, it's just science. Mm-hmm. You don't understand science. It's like, yeah. what are you, Tom Cruise talking to Matt Lauer? Like, what is going on here? Oh, yeah. How okay? Tell me why you understand science. Why don't you? Because obviously you do. Explain the science to me, Walmart freakout guy. Yeah. Explain to me how I'm getting less oxygen. Yeah. Is there is there something wrong with my lungs? Because that that would do it. Yeah. I, and I, if there yeah. is, stay home. Yeah. I'm working eight hours a day with this mask on, and I'm working inside this place where I'm moving constantly. Yeah. Why do you think I'm okay? And, you see, there's yeah. a, that one doctor had to had to do that thing where he puts the pulse oximeter yeah. on his hand. He's like, I can't believe I've got to do this. Yeah. I've got to explain to people how oxygen works. And how you can't get less oxygen because you're putting on a mask mm-hmm. is just, that's not how it works. No. Nope. That's not how science works. That's not how the human body yeah. absorbs. Like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. No. Are you are you covered in oil and your lungs don't work right? No. Because that's how you get less oxygen. Yeah. People who just want to believe what they want to believe. And like if it makes them feel better, be like, no, I'm getting, uh, it's, uh, if, they, if they're if they willfully ignorant because like they just, uh, yeah. it makes their... Makes their day go by quicker or faster or more more easy. I don't think they're willfully ignorant though. Hmm? I I don't think they're willfully ignorant. Like you know, I I think they're. they're I'll say this: they they're 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 either, they're either ignorant. Yeah. Um. Or, uh, they just don't know any better, and they just or they just refuse to. I I think yeah. it's a combination of refusal, and I think it's a combination of of there being like you've got. We've we've said it before, and we'll say it again. The the amount of stupid people in the world is closer to fifty percent than it is to zero percent. Yeah. There are way more. And, and, you know, seeping over that, that 50 line, too. Mm-hmm. And they're the same people who fall for all that shit on Facebook. They fall for all of that. Mm-hmm. Like a, a buddy of ours, good old Garth, he just put this thing on Facebook. As you scroll, the picture gets, like, a little bit, like, it's a little elongated. Mm-hmm. And as you're scrolling, like, the first thing you read is, like, this is the scientist who found out that COVID-19 is a lie. And it's bullshit. And it's blah, 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 whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And then as you get to the bottom of the photo, it's like, I made this meme in three seconds from a photo I found on the internet. It's fake news because I made it and it's artificial. Like, don't believe everything you read. Like, as you're scrolling through, at first you're like, oh my God, what's going on here? And you get to the bottom, you're like, ah, it's a meme. It's a jokey jokerson kind of thing, right? Yeah. But the idea is is true. It's like, there are people making tons of misinformation memes and fake articles and yeah. bullshit everywhere. Yeah. They used to do it to sell dick pills. Now they're doing it to sell conspiracy theories. Yeah. And they're probably not even from the country you're in. Yeah. That's and you're it. believing it. Yeah. And the thing is too, there's no, there's no... Like uh, there's no regulation on like uh, how to, to like scrub all that stuff from on, from online Nothing. resources because like you can't like how can you keep track of all of it? Nothing, man. Like uh, the other day, I was reading a thing with a, a buddy of ours. He was telling me about the deathbed um, essay from Steve Jobs. Yeah, and I was like, "Go oh, the deathbed essay." I'm like, Cause I, I don't recall this being a thing. Like I don't remember reading about it when he died. I remember he only said things like, "Oh my God," when he died, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is a huge like three page essay that he, apparently Steve Jobs wrote. And the whole thing doesn't ring true to me. I'm like, this doesn't seem legit. And it's all about how, like, I lived, a, I lived a life where I was like concerned about image and money and blah 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 and this and that and live a better life. And the best exercise or the best doctor is like the fresh air and sunlight and the laughter and joy. I'm like, none of this seems like legit at all. And a two second search on Snopes, and it's not legit. It's bullshit. He never wrote any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got nothing to do with Steve Jobs at all. Mm-hmm. But somebody just wrote it. For whatever reason, like what mental patient went out there and wrote this to make themselves feel better? They didn't make any money doing it. They just did it because they wanted to dupe a bunch of people. Like I don't get it. 
Yeah. But you can know. easily, you can easily go to Snopes or Google search it and educate yourself. Like, do not believe everything presented to you. No, yeah, because it's, it's, you know, it's like, why would you, like, why would you cook a meal for yourself when you can just uh, get, order fast food? Exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah, get some junk food, right? Yeah, just get some junk food. They, they, they it's the same yeah, shit. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually easier to go on Google and like, they, 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 there's, and just Google whatever you want to find out. Yeah. But uh, normally, what do people check first when they open their phone? It's Facebook. It's, it's oh, Instagram. So it's, it's social media. It's not. It's not like. It's not a new it's not, source. It's, it's, yeah, it's not like like uh, hardcore research. They're, they're just doing whatever is easiest for them. Oh, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. Like you should be going to think. I mean, as much as I, there there are major downsides to it, but just go to Reddit and subscribe to World News, mm-hmm. news, world news, political news, whatever you want, mm-hmm. and just start scrolling through it. And yeah, if something seems bullshitty to you, fact check it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and at least there'll be discussion boards where you can actually like join up and be like, you know what, guys, I'm. You know, if you're if you're brave enough to admit that they you admit that you know what guys, this is my stance on this. Yeah. Um, either get educated or um, do some research. Yeah, so, man. Uh, either or. It ain't hard. Yeah. It ain't I don't hard. Know. There are lots of like really legitimate questions out there, but they always kind of get drowned out with the the chorus of hate and and misinformation. Yeah. And just oh, hate. Yeah. Like, and so un- yeah, much yeah, of that. Unchecked egos. Uh, unchecked egos. Yeah. That's, that's why you can't read YouTube anymore. No. Like, don't don't read anything YouTube. Uh, great example. The Michael Dubar thing. I'm reading through that because I saw the video of him at Live Aid on stage with Power Station. Mm-hmm. And as you read the comments, you read these comments that say things like, no, this guy's garbage. Robert Palmer is, is the only voice of Power Station. This guy's crap. Whatever it is. But then you read the rest of that person's like I do that thing where I go into all the other comments they've gotten, all the other stuff they comment on. Yeah. So you do, you can do it on Reddit and YouTube, and they're commenting on like fucking My Little Pony videos. Like they're children. Mm-hmm. These are children. Like the the voices that are flooding the internet with all the hate and stupidity and the counterpoint and the uh, like. They're they're just the ones who are just argumentative, just to be argumentative. Mm-hmm. A lot of them they're not adults, or if they are adults, they're not mentally adults. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're watching videos that are aimed at children or aimed at a younger audience or they're trying to relive like their their glory moments yeah. like they they literally they hit that peak in high school and that's where they stayed mm-hmm. it's weird man nobody who's online giving you a comment or talking about anything that has any meaning to it is a professional or like a, an authority figure yeah. online they're just some dude they're just some dude who's just saying something and you either believe it or you fact check it mm-hmm. that's it Oh yeah, yes. Well, yeah, it also depends. Like, I'm, know, I'm ranty. I'm sorry, I got all ranty there for a minute. Yeah, that, yeah. The uh, uh, yeah, you were. <laughs> the, <laughs> I just I'm passionate about sorry, hating no, no, stupid I just, people. I, 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 I just had to uh, just to sneak that in a little there. Fucking people. Um, I, like no, I don't people. know. I know. Uh, You're I don't good, know. dude. I, I just. You're good people. Backside attack. <laughs> I just, I just find that people are just uh, people want to believe what they want to believe. Yeah, man. Instead of like being afraid of, of being, just they're just afraid of being wrong. Yeah, they're afraid, they're afraid of being wrong. They lie about things they don't know anything about. I just wish there were just people who were more willing to communicate without hatred. Well, well, the thing is, like, uh, we've we've talked about this. Yeah, that's it's just wishful thinking. Like, that's just, the yeah, thing. We're just optimists when it comes to this kind of stuff. So yeah, man, we're just we're not going to get anywhere with it. Yeah, but let's let, let's hit your notes. Uh, I don't have a lot of notes. Um, Peter Lenkov got canned from like <laughs> Magnum PI and Hawaii Five O and all those shows he was producing because apparently he was like a. Like a toxic beast on set. Oh, okay. And he told the kid who plays MacGyver, <laughs> Lucas Dill, mm-hmm. duck in your shirt. You've got a gross body. I can see your shirt. It's grossing me. I can see your belly. It's grossing me out. He was apparently really hardcore, mean to everybody on set. Oh, okay. They gave him the boot. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that like he was 
he was like an equal opportunity hater. Yeah. Like he hated everybody. Okay. He wasn't just being mean to like, you know, like you need to lose weight, lady. You're too fat to be on TV. He's well, saying that to guys too. Well, you know, the good thing is, is that uh, no one should feel singled out. Yeah, nobody felt singled out. Yeah, he was an yeah, all-around dick. Yeah, it wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't a big deal. You're like, hey, you just get rid of the guy who was offending everybody. That's what happened. Yeah. They got rid of him and apparently everybody's going to be a lot happier now. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was just kind of funny because what's his name? The... Um, Bobby Lee was talking about how he was having some issues on the set of Magnum P.I. with certain people because he's like a, a guest star on that show. Mm-hmm. And the new Magnum P.I. is not Magnum P.I. No. It's is not the Tom Selleck Magnum P.I., but it is a good show on its own. Yeah. And Bobby Lee is actually pretty great in it. Bobby, but, Bobby Lee is like, he has his moments where I actually think he's funny. I I like Bobby Lee 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. I got no hate for that guy because I know what he is. Yeah, he, he's been through like, he's been through a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's been there, hung out there, come back, Told you what he went through, then went back for went more. Went back there, more, back yeah. for more. Yeah, <laughs> he went back for more. Yeah, he's on horse tranquilizers and everything, man. Oh, he did it all, man. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was kind of weird. That he, like he talked about it on his uh, his podcast before anybody else was talking about it, mm-hmm. and it kind of like the story kind of broke. Maybe maybe Lenkov was the guy bringing all these like shit bags in. Mm-hmm. Now I just thought it was funny that the reason Lucas Till. Never wore shorts on his own TV shows. Peter Lenkov thought his legs were gross. That whole thing just cracked me up. I'm not, I'm not, it didn't crack me up because, you know, I want to be like, I want to, I'm trying to be mean. I'm just like, it's very rare to find like an equal opportunity hater. Mm-hmm. Like usually you've got a guy who's either a racist or a sexist or whatever it is. And he picks that target. Like he's yeah. just like, he's hitting on all the girls. He's giving them shittier jobs. You know, he's, uh, he's, you know, mean to the guys who are dating the women who he hires that he wants to fuck around with. Mm-hmm. But this guy was just like an equal opportunity hater. And the whole idea of that is just like. Kind of wholesome? Oh, like it's weird. Refreshing. It's refreshing. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was just so strange. Yeah. They actually, oh, uh, on another note, did you hear about uh, Kanye West? Oh, did he drop out? Okay, well, he dropped out. And then um, he... Kanye West was running for president. He was running for president. And then and everybody then, shit on him. Yeah, so that was about two weeks ago or something. I don't about know, that. Yeah, around there. And then he had a, he had a press conference in uh, in South Carolina or North Carolina, somewhere like there. And it was, it was not unscripted. Excellent. And it was about an hour long. Did you say those, fam a lot? Oh my God. this <laughs> it, it, He just went on a rant. Oh, my God. And like he said Harriet Tubman didn't didn't do anything to end slavery. She did all this stuff. And uh, uh, she just tra- just transitioned it to like other white people or whatever. Like I, it was just a bunch of nonsense that he was talking about. And then uh, <laughs> That's crazy. And, and he was saying like uh, he goes, I almost killed my daughter because I was because uh, we were uh, she, uh, my my wife was like, take the pills. Like she was about to take those anti-abortion pills. I said, no, I want to. Ha- I want to have that baby. He goes, I almost killed my daughter. My almost, my daughter almost died. And I goes, my father wanted to abort me. And then he, then he broke down crying on the stage. The guy is a mess. Yeah, he's. I think he was having one of his like uh, episodes, like his uh, Kanye episodes. Was I think he has he has the, his personality disorder was just like getting like out of control. Uh, he he does have some like actual issues. He, he, he does have like some sort of some sort of mental disorder that he's taking med- that he has to take medication for. That's wild. And uh, he was just ranting and and he was like. Uh, some some people were recording with their with their uh, with their phones, mm-hmm. and these uh, you could tell they were they were uh, when he said this thing about uh, Harriet Tubman, he goes the ladies were like as soon as he said these girls were like these black ladies were like we're out of here. Uh, I I can't blame. Yeah. I I got a, the whole thing was a weird conspiracy theory, right? Because the the idea is that he's a trumper, like he's a MAGA hat wearing dude. He yeah. loves Trump. He's buddy buddy with the, with the Don, and then if he comes out and starts running against Donald Trump for president, then he can take a lot of the black vote away. From from any Democratic, well, Joe Biden. Yeah, the only thing is that it's very, it's too late in the season now where he can't register in certain states. Yeah, he can't register. So like, so he, it wouldn't happen. Anymore. It would, yeah, like the, 
um, the numbers that he would pull in, mm-hmm. I don't think would could offset what how much Trump is down. Oh no, there's no, 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 no way. No. Well, <laughs> who knows, right? The polls. Who's it's making still, yeah, the polls? Yeah, it's still November, so yeah, it's still November. It's still a while away. If you're listening to a Fox News poll, it's like Trump is up. It's like of course, yeah. It's a Fox News poll is, yeah. from Fox News people. If, yeah, that's what you want to believe. A cool. CNN poll says Trump is down. Yeah, like well, it's a CNN poll with CNN people. Who are yeah. you polling? Yeah, you have to you have to go to the the Pew polls. They're they're the, they're the, they're the ones that are most accurate. So <laughs> Love the Pew polls. Yeah, the Pew polls are the best people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are, those those are the ones I usually follow. Pretty happy though. Yeah, that's a great pun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's too late now anyway. But then again, could he be like going nuts on purpose because it's like, well, I'm gonna get the black vote off me. Well, there's also like you know, I'm gonna make sure people know I'm like I'm anti-black. Well, the thing is, like, I think he he Easy. had that press conference because yeah, I think he had that press conference. Number one is to like show. Maybe to get his message across, hmm. also to like maybe sell some more stuff from the Gap because he has his own line coming out. Could be uh, Adidas, whatever they are, right? Um, but uh, that's fine. But uh, the thing is, like now is not the time for this bullshit. No, man. Yeah. No, I mean it's all uh, they, uh, again. Who knows? Conspiracy theory guy says it could be all part of the uh, the what's it called the distraction cycle, right? Oh yeah. This is it Kanye? What I want you to do? I want yeah. you to get out there yeah. and just be Kanye, yeah. go crazy. Yeah, yeah, and be he, nuts. yeah, he went crazy. I, I think the the Kardashian clan. Oh yeah, they're not uh, they're not very happy with him. They're just <laughs> like, what the fuck did this guy did this guy just go through? Well, and who I think knows, it, man? And he said like, I goes he he said his baby North is that one yeah, of the, yeah yeah it's got Northwest and like Southeast or whatever like it is yeah so the whatever, whatever way the wind blows <laughs> and and then he said um I was I was about to abort my baby but but my mom but his but my wife said. Uh, he goes, no, we're keeping this baby. He goes, even though I didn't want my child. He said that it's it's on tape now. Oh my god! So when that baby grows up and hears that, oh yeah, the, the baby that kid is seven years old now. That that kid is old enough now to kind of understand like what that actually means. Yeah, like that kid's gonna hear that and be like, what? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then he broke down crying. You're just like, and it wasn't even a big crowd. It was like, it, it was like, well, it's fifty people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could draw that. I could draw that crowd if I was doing, you know, freestyle like stand up or something. Freestyle poetry jam. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if I was if I was standing in like in the middle of downtown, I started talking and like started making like loud noises. I could draw a bigger crowd. If you just held up any holy book and slammed it, yeah, like thumped it, yeah. If you thumped up, if you, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say Bible thumper because that's kind of like I'd be like, I throw, I throw it down. I know I do. I throw it down and say like, what's that line from Mayor Bill Cosby? Uh, that line is challenge. Challenge. <laughs> was that a Cosby line? Yeah, he was with his friend. They were they were, they were, they were doing that dance. Oh yeah, in yeah. his backyard, and the guy's like, "You do a dance," and he's like, "Challenge." <laughs> we were just doing that thing with the yeah. the bocce ball. We yeah. didn't play the pinochle and stuff yeah, in the backyard. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Challenge, challenge." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cosby. I do that. Like they got to reboot the Cosby Show with Samuel I would, Jackson. I, I would just do this, and I was like, I, I I'd make my argument about about why religion doesn't exist, and I'd be like. Challenge, <laughs> and then people would just show up. Yeah, you, you would get a crowd of fifty plus, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, exactly. But then, I would, but then, uh, if I had, whoever I had the, the 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 sober conversation with, I'd be like, let's let's go get a beer. Let's go get a beer. Whoever would be like, you're uh, you're a fool for saying what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Let's go get a beer. Let's so, get a beer. Uh, why does? Well, I mean, not why does, but that that was a question I was having. So we got the uh, the ZV one. Unreal, unreal camera. Incredible camera. Yeah, I picked up the ZV one. I happen to get a dud unit, so it's got to go back. I'm gonna get another one. Piece of shit. Oh, the absolute piece of shit. Yeah. But the 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 thought hit me. It's like remember I don't know if you, like how if you were an iPhone one guy. Like did you get the first iPhone? The I, I got I got it in two thousand uh, eight. It was a while ago. It's about eight. Eight, right? Yeah. Two thousand ten. Uh, two thousand ten was the Olympics, right? Yeah. In Vancouver, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got it. I got my. I got. I got because it was the iPhone three three mm-hmm. G, right? The mm-hmm. first one. 
I got that as soon as it came out. Yeah, as soon as it popped out. Yeah, I bought somebody's uh, two, and then I had that, and then I had the three, mm-hmm. and then I had the uh, the three G, mm-hmm. three three GS. Yeah. So I was like, I was one of those guys, and they're all good. The two was great, three was great, three G was great, mm-hmm. or the three G three G was great. I didn't get the S. I had the three G. So the two and the three G were they, they were incredible. Mm-hmm. I uh, I had no problems with them at all. The the three actually died. Like literally, the battery was started to go to shit. That's still the S eight that you have, right? Uh, yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah. So they started going to crap. No, the S8, a, a good, really good phone, but I've had lots of issues with it. Like the Wi-Fi drops out a lot. There were, the screen burn happened. But there was a time when you could buy tech and it was just going to be good. And it would just do its job and it would do its job until it died. Yeah, because there was no extra shit attached to it. No extra shit attached to it. Yeah. Like if you bought a Nintendo, like the OG Nintendo, just ran until it died. Mm-hmm. The OG SNES ran until it died. Yeah, all I could do was just blow the cartridge. Blow the cartridge, which we weren't supposed to do apparently. Like it puts no. moisture on the cartridge, and it's like the no, yeah, yeah. You to have like to like I, I would, yeah, I, I blew it anyway. I was like, everybody, oh, yeah, everyone did. did that, and then I, I would like push it in, yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't push in all the way. That's right. And then you're supposed, you're supposed to push it down. It's supposed to hit the edge, and yeah, then, yeah. It, then then push it down. That's right. Yeah. You would push it until it just yeah. skimmed. Yeah. So then just when, skimmed. when you push it down, it, it, it should hit. It should hit the the edge, yeah. and then and then it, it goes yeah. in, and then uh and then hit power really hard. That was your technique. Everybody had a technique, Everybody right? Everybody had a technique. No, but like those things lasted forever. And I get that like there wasn't anything like technically attached to it. Like mm-hmm. there was no, like there's less technology means better technology, mm-hmm. like better life. Yeah. Like a VHS is going to last forever. But like, you know, a Blu-ray player, mm-hmm. going to update that thing one time. And yeah. it's going to tell you to hit the fucking road. <laughs> so like there's that problem there, right? But like old tech would just kind of like do that. There was a, a time it would do it. And now it feels like, especially with this thing, now that I'm, I'm playing around that more and now that I've got the GoPro that we shoot on, the 7, it's like they're always holding a lot back that they could add because they need to keep that for the next generation. Yeah. But at the same time, the one they give you, they don't have enough time to test it properly because they have a year cycle now. No, yeah, because like the they don't have time to like really do uh, like a a thorough job, like a QAQC on it, right? Exactly. So like, because the thing is, like, they're just they're just punching out the numbers. Like, like I'll give you an example, like uh, like Tesla's the Tesla Model Three, right? Mm-hmm. But especially the Model Y right now, right? They're great cars, but. Uh, there's going to be manufacturing issues because it's, it's called production hell for a reason. Exactly. Because like you know they're going to spit these out, but there's going to be panel gaps. There's going to be paint issues. There's yeah. going to be like uh, um, numerous hardware issues, right? Exactly. So um, and those can't be fixed with uh, a software update. No, no. But but yeah. at the same time, like okay, let's say the three and the Y. Any issues they have, that first run of those, you're going to kind of almost assume you're going to have problems. Oh yeah, yeah. So you wait until like a third year to get like a model. Uh, early adopters always run that risk. Always run that risk. Yeah. But you kind of did with anything, mm-hmm. even with a Nintendo. Or an Atari, if you bought the first one off the line, mm-hmm. it might have a dud unit. It could happen, right? But the idea was that by the time like 3,000 or 4,000 were on, it's like everybody's just like, they were on fire. It's like your handwriting on Friday is always better than your handwriting on Monday. Oh, yeah. It's like by then, you're like, you're in the zone, man. The guy building those things on Friday is just building these machines that are going to last forever. Oh, yeah. They're going to be incredible. Yeah. But now it's almost like you can buy a, a GoPro 7 or a ZV-1 at any time in the cycle of that phone's life. And you're probably going to, you run a very high risk of getting a dud. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you're going to maybe probably get a dud. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I can give you an example. Like, I got the Xbox 360 when it yeah. came out. And uh, Red Ring of Death. Red Ring of Death. Day one or day 100 or oh. day 300. Yeah, I went through I went through four. Yeah. Microsoft, Microsoft had, exactly. to, they, they had to send me, uh, the, like, four of them. Four of them before you got one that worked. Yeah, the risk of duds these days, mm-hmm. no matter like when in the life cycle that you buy it, mm-hmm. in the production line that you buy it, the dud factor is there because they've just decided this is what we're putting out. We're not going to test it anymore. Yeah, maybe the fit and finish ain't great because like we haven't got all the parts the way we want them. 
but we need to like hold something back for next year and we're testing next year's model. It's like you always run the risk of a dud now, yeah. especially in 2020. Especially when they, when they're pushing when they're pushing out video games now. Oh yeah. Like there's uh there's a reason why they have to have all these packs that come out because uh <laughs> they have they have to they have to meet a release window. Oh yeah. And uh, next beta you know, testing beta, is like a thing yeah, of the past, man. Exactly. They're just like, "Oh, just throw it out. We'll we'll just update it with the uh, software patches later." Yeah, we'll patch it. Yeah. Day one patch takes yeah, a they, six hour download. Yeah, look at look at Mass Effect. Look, look at Mass Effect. What happened with that? Like Mass Effect three, I believe. Three that, or was it? F- I think four. That it was, was Andromeda, most, right? Yeah, Andromeda, the most recent one. That was a. It was a nightmare. It, it it pretty much ended everyone's love for Mass Effect. It well, number one, they they tried very hard to be artificially progressive. Yeah, they that was number one. But number two, it just like it wasn't a good game. And number three, it was buggy as hell. Like it was, there were times when people were doing like the characters would would just start like walking backwards and fall over and yeah. slide across a room. Mm-hmm. It was weird, man. I look at Anthem. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, Anthem. Oh, poor Anthem. Yeah, same company. Yeah, same company, man. Yeah. Anthem was like just like a rusty, rusty nail in your eye. I know, and that was and that's a game I was looking forward to so much. Oh, everybody. Everybody was. But now they're they're now they're remaking they're they're rebuilding the game from scratch now. Yeah, it's from ground up. Yeah. Like they've they've wiped it and they're rebuilding it from mm-hmm. the ground up. Yeah, so uh yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh Yeah, I'm just I'm bummed out by tech. Like this one really did it for me. Like I uh I started I started out with it when I got it uh three days ago, four days ago. I shot a birthday party. I took it with me as a just for fun. It wasn't like a like a personal a professional gig. Um, had really incredible photos with it. I strapped a manual flash onto it because it's got a it's got a hot shoe. I shot some ridiculously nice photos, and then that night I thought, why is it not turning off when I close the screen? So I thought, well, maybe it's a little bug, whatever. Then it turned off, and then it started having those issues over and over again, where it wouldn't turn on when you open the screen. Uh, the screen would come out black sometimes. So like it was just doing weird little things. So I thought it was just uh, like a like first day phones on. Yeah. Re- like I'll, I'll reset it a couple of times. So I did. And then you notice the autofocus wasn't coming in as quick, and this got one of the fastest autofocus on the market. Yeah, I was the, that, um, that's, that thing's unreal. It's pretty quick. And then the uh, the product showcase mode wasn't working the way I wanted to, so clearly I got a dud. And then I I shot another another birthday on Saturday, where I had it with me. I was using that a lot, mm-hmm. and it was great image. The image quality is beautiful, but the phone was just not working the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. So I was like, okay, clearly it's a dud. And then today I played around with it, and it had all sorts of problems. So it's gonna go back. But now, if that had been um, 1991. That thing would have been rock solid, bulletproof, day one out of the box. Yeah, there's um. Uh, they would have I, tested it for four years. Yeah, like I was, I was, actually, the weird thing is that I was talking. I'll tell my uh, my uncle about this, the one that you met, right? Like we were talking about how when you have um, uh, in his car he had an Alpine deck, mm-hmm. and it's uh, he they put they put a special one in, but it's not one of those ones where you just you can just you just take the CD player in there, the CD in there, you press the button and then the whole thing just folds the down, oh, yeah, yeah. and then they, you put it in there and then it folds back up, right? I said, oh, that's really nice. And he's like, uh, he goes, yeah, I was like, it, it was an Alpine one or whatever. And he goes, yeah, but he goes like, the, he goes, but he worked in like, he's worked in, in the oil field for so long. He like, he was, he's a builder. Basically he mm-hmm. built a factory, the factory in, in, in Leduc basically. And he said, uh, goes, he goes, no, that I goes, I hate that thing. He goes, cause the more, the more complicated you make something, oh, yeah. the more likely that something bad is going to happen. So let's see if that, th- if that mechanism didn't come down, that renders this thing virtually unusable. Yeah. It's and over-engineered. So, yeah, man. so yeah. So like there is. Um, there's certain things that have to be that that are cool that are over-engineered. You're like, wow, this thing is so over-engineered, it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, but don't do it for the sake of don't do it for over-engineering's sake. Exactly. Do it because like you know we have uh, um, we have faith in this product, and this is the only way we know how to build it. That's right. So uh, like yeah. the, you don't have to have this 
Yeah, you don't need that. No, that if the hinges break or like whatever, like if something happens to it, if like whatever was powering that motor, mm-hmm. if the motor breaks, you're, you're done. Yeah, all you can do is listen to the radio. I was uh, I was thinking about the same thing with I love um, RVs and RV lifestyle, the off roading, the overlanding, huge huge thing that I I'm, love I'm RVs. obsessed with. Mm-hmm. I was looking at things that they, they it's a super size. The I, I, yeah, I, I think I showed you my that uh, my, my ATVing right that picture. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. I, yeah, I, I love going off road and then, yeah, yeah, like overlanding and off roading, four wheeling, all I got, the whole lifestyle is just something I'm I'm into. Uh, it's it's one of the things I like a lot. Uh, I've got my Jeep that I'm going to deck out. Like, I've got all these things, these things about overlanding I really love. And um, one of the things I like about overlanding a lot is the, like, RV culture, RV lifestyle. And I was watching this build a guy did that had the, uh, I can't remember what the, what the brand is. It's just off the top of my head. But it's the brand where you can, you can just, like, lift your camper back. Your, it just goes up on, like, a winch, essentially. But then you've got ones that are mechanical. I keep thinking to myself all the time, like, if you're going to lift the back of that thing as it collapses down to save space and more clearance, yeah. but if those things are mechanical um, that you can't winch out because they have, like, yeah. an electronic mechanism or, like, a, like a gear, like a drive system that's going to lift it up, yeah. and that thing breaks on one or maybe two, yeah, it's it's it's, it's completely useless. Yeah. Like, you've taken this, this thing that could work completely fine in all situations... If you just have one of these, yeah, everything one I, of these, I know. But instead, you over-engineer it and put too much into it, and if one little piece fails on you and you're out in the middle of nowhere, you're done. I think I think you can say that for uh, for most things, where it's like simplicity will always beat out complexity. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think it's 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 so. Uh, I think it's so true for in in numerous things. Like you just have to like, is if you can make it like if you can do this because people are like people always say like, no one says I want this to be made complicated. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Nobody, nobody has ever said, "Can this be more nerve wracking?" Yeah, exactly. Can I want this to be yeah, more complicated. Yeah, I want to understand this in one week instead of two days. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you, but yeah. So if you can, like, that's if that's the whole that's the whole thing. Like, you have to distill things to whether yeah, it's very very easy to use. iPhone, perfect example. It, it's a, the first iPhone. Yeah, yeah. That just, I just had was simple just to use. It's easy. Like, it's like two buttons. Yeah. Volume, home button. That's all you need to know, and then just turn it on and on yeah, and man. off. But it's like they they took that concept and now it's. There's so much. There's yeah. just so much going on. Oh yeah, now it's, it's like, so cluttered. Yeah, now it's like it's so cluttered. Like, I didn't, like I'll be honest with you. Like I told you, I got my when I got my you had 11, the 11, the 11 Pro there, 11 Pro there. No. I was after like less than 24 hours, I sent it right back. I'm like, I don't know how to use this fucking thing. You know the problem is, is it wasn't so much that it wasn't. You you could have figured it out. You you probably in a week you'd been flying through that thing, no problem. Yeah, the thing the thing was is that uh, I think the thing was that I'm it's so like. I'm like, I just find Android way more intuitive. Well, because it's like the old, like new Android yeah. is like the old iPhone. Pretty much, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's swipe down for one thing, swipe down again to get more, swipe up and it's all gone. Yeah, that, that, that's what, <laughs> and I, iPhone is like, that's a weird thing. iPhone's not really trying to copy Android. iPhone is trying to get back to, iPhone should just focus on what the, what got them there in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Because like, like, like Android copied Apple, like when to get the, like basically like, Androids are just basically like what Apple used to be. Yeah, yeah. And they just took that concept and they made their own version of it, right? Well, once they hit, what was it like? Um, was it ice cream sandwich? Yeah, it was like ice cream the, sandwich. Was it like ice cream sandwich or like cupcake? What was that one? Because there was one, I think H was strictly for tablets. Yeah. Like honeycomb? Mm-hmm. I think it was only for tablets. But it was the one before that or the one after that that was pretty much like a straight up knockoff of the iPhone. We're like, you know what? We're not going to try anymore. Yeah. We're just making iPhones. Mm-hmm. And once once they got that down, they stuck to the basically that idea yeah and then like uh kit kat came around with like that that minimalist material design mm-hmm. and it was more like iphone oh yeah and now they're just like just basically an iphone yeah and there's like yeah there's i think Ore- oreo is the newest newest one right uh no they got lmnop they got pie nougat lmnop uh yeah what's what's after p 
Did they? Was that? Was it just like they're still on P? They're still on P right now. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they've got a. Yeah, I'll have to check. But like, I yeah. don't think there's like a like a quit quat. Yeah, I think yeah, and I, I don't yeah, I don't like the <laughs> I don't idea, think they have a queue yet. I don't like the idea of taking my phone every time I want to download an app. I have to do I have to run through two security checks to get it. I understand that Apple's Apple's security is very good. I do I do. Here's the thing about but, Apple security versus like say like 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 uh, like Samsung. You you can have really good security to where nobody can get into your phone. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what Samsung is. Yeah. Nobody's like you can't I can't hand you my phone and I'm all knocked up because that's your security system. Mm-hmm. Then you take that somewhere and you're like hack it. And then you know, they put on their glasses and their their headphones. Yeah. They hack my phone. It's a very very hard to do for the for the average person to mm-hmm. get into this thing. Yeah. Whereas Apple is also very hard to get into, but their app infrastructure, their app ecosystem is rock solid. Mm-hmm. They don't let you in unless they vetted you and verified you. Like they have a very low rate of malicious app that sneaks past their their vetting process, right? Whereas Android, that's very easy. Like Android has got malware up the up the ass all the time. Yeah. Like you don't know what you're downloading on Android, which is the big bummer. So I get there's a pros and cons for both, right? Yeah, there, yeah, there is. Like there's um because Apple is so um inherently like they the, the software and hardware are just built together, right? And they and meshed. It, yeah, it is. It is like the ecosystem is so like uh, yeah. it's it's so like so closed. Um, so when you're running like uh like on my uh, on your Samsung device for for example, right? Uh, every week, just run a device. You have to run a device care all the time. Run a security. I just run one once, once a week. I just run it once a week, mm-hmm. and uh, it takes two seconds. And, it's uh, not. It's not tough. Samsung no. does do it better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like uh, like LG is good, but um, yeah, Samsung One Plus is, is pretty good too. Yeah, well, One Plus is also owned by the Chinese government. <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped caring at this point. <laughs> you know what? I just I, I'm on I'm on general principle now. Like when it comes to like one like Oppo and uh, and Redmi mm-hmm. and One Plus. And the kingpin granddaddy of them all, Winnie the Pooh Bear's own Huawei. Huawei. Yeah, I can't ja- get Xiaomi. I can't get on board, man. Yeah, Xiaomi, yeah, Xiaomi. That's a big one too. Like with those with those companies, I just I can't get on board just because they're they're basically just a gateway to a data center. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just handing all your. I, I know it's a very very low risk that they give a shit about me. Like it's less than point zero zero one percent. But I just don't like the idea yeah. that you're essentially handing your stuff over. Like well, it doesn't matter. I think I okay, I I I totally agree with you, and I I would never want to change your mindset about that because mm-hmm. you're totally right. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I think th- my whole, uh, for lack of a better term, issue with that mm-hmm. is that we've done it already. Yeah, we have. But maybe to that, not to, like, but but getting a Chinese phone is different than like a Chinese-made phone, like a Huawei, for example. Yeah. is different from like. You're you're, you're the, the, is different from like signing is you're throwing the, the fight. They then they going to like putting all your information on Facebook and yeah and whatever right. So no, 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 I don't put any of my information. Yeah, so I don't know um, the fuck I am. Yeah, so I don't Google know. Google search Vic Save and see yeah. what you get, motherfuckers. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. no, but I know what you mean, right? Like yeah. we we hand a lot of our information over mm-hmm. just in the 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 technology that we we think we need. Mm-hmm. So like if you have like a OneDrive, or if you have like just now I got I got a Creative Cloud. I had to update my Creative Cloud. So I'm thinking about it, like, do I need it? It's like, yeah, I kind of do use it quite a bit. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that again. Mm-hmm. But we're giving a lot of our stuff away in that. Now I try very hard to make sure I'm lying on everything all the time to everybody I pay anything to at, at any time. Yeah. But it just feels like it's always a little battle on how much are they getting, how much am I giving? Like we're always in the ring fighting. Whereas if I buy a Huawei, I am literally throwing that fight. Yeah. I'm just gonna walk in and be like, "Knock me out!" Yeah, no, yeah, that, sucker that, punch me. Yeah, that's like that's like taking through, a dive. Yeah, that's like taking a dive. You're just like instead of like, 
uh, instead of like this, this might, uh, this is Kate, okay, this might have, this might happen. Yeah. This is for sure. This is what's going to happen, but it won't be that bad. Like, you know, like he, Facebook has my little, my, my personal information or whatever, yeah. you know, where I live and stuff like that. Right. Yep. Whereas like, if you go, th- if you get a Huawei, number one, you don't have access to any of the Android stuff. No. And then you have to go, you have to go through their, you have to go on their operating system. Mm-hmm. And then God knows what the hell you, if you, whatever you put on there, yeah. it is up- uploaded to a Chinese server. And they, next thing you know, they have all your information. They're getting all my stuff. So. I mean, you are you are just gonna throw that fight. Yeah, I can't do it, man. And that that to me is the the number one reason. Like any Chinese phone, I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. I might as well just use a Russian phone. <laughs> so let's, go, let's all go buy Russian phones. Like, try to tell somebody, like the same person who's gonna argue about buying a Huawei. It's like, no, man, they're fine. Just buy one. Don't be a don't be a punk. Just get it. You're giving your information away anyway. Like, would you buy a Russian phone? Fuck no. It's like, oh, why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you buy a Russian yeah. phone? Yeah. Because com- you don't want Putin getting your yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're communist. They're communist. Yeah. They're they're data centers and hackers and all kind of shit happening the yeah, same way. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think rigged the election? <laughs> who do you think rigged the election? <laughs> who do you think sold China the hacker who hacked Huawei to get all your information to begin with? Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's uh, um, if I was any like I really want to get a OnePlus phone like mm-hmm. the, the eight, but I was like, it is uh, a very nice phone. It's a nice phone, but at the same time, it's like uh, whatever. Fucking who cares? Even it's like the like Asus. Like I mean, Asus is uh, Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. And that new one, that new concept that just came out, is pretty. It's a very nice looking phone. That's but true, I don't know who's got their hooks into Taiwan. Yeah, just just stick with your phone until it dies. That's it. Yeah. That's why this guy's gonna last until it dies. Yeah, I think that's the way uh, the way all things should be. You should stick with whatever you've got until it dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna get into haunted houses and not uh, ghosts. And uh, aliens, because I was all over the map that this week. Like, a bit fucking Rogan did it, and then Unsolved Mysteries had a thing. And then I was talking to some guys about getting abducted, and I know a dude who thinks he's been abducted. And I've got some friends who are into ghosts. Like, all this weird shit I happened. Fucking, I fucking love that shit. I love I, that stuff. I love haunted houses. I think we'll save that for the next one. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to make a note that we'll, we'll get back into it, because I really, I was really going to talk about that. Tenant got delayed. So that's a... Um... I, I will go in That's in a hazmat. I, I, will go, I will go in a hazmat suit to see that movie. I, I got a mask. Let's put a mask on. Yeah, go. I will. I will definitely go see that movie. Can I have to coat myself in shellac. Yeah, I'll be the shiniest bald man in the theater. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna slather myself in in uh, Purell. Purell. If I have to. <laughs> yeah. Take a full on dunk into yeah, the Purell. Much, and, yeah, and then shake myself off and then go in the theater. Oh yeah, come home and mm-hmm. shave your head. Yeah. Uh, we had toxic photography. I was reading an article about, um, and this is something we've talked about that we always kind of end off on or talk about near the end of the podcast. Don't let people, um, talk shit about you. As long as you're being sincere, you're fine. Mm -hmm. The the whole article I was reading was about a kid in Japan who's talking about Western toxic photography culture. Oh yeah. I know the story. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, what, what he means is for whatever reason, and it happens a lot. In, in the Western world, well, at least that I know of, because that's the world we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, that's where we, we sit as a photographer. I see a lot of people who will kind of shit on your gear mm-hmm. or shit on your stuff. That's why people put tape on their gear. So if you have like a, a camera that maybe looked at as less than or lenses that might not be up to snuff compared to whatever somebody else is using, they'll put tape on their stuff so that people don't talk shit about your, about your gear. Mm-hmm. But that seems to only happen in Western photography culture. Like if you go to the U.S., Canada, U.K., some parts of Europe, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. That's like people a big deal. Like, yeah. What do you have? Do you have a Leica? Well, if you have a Leica, don't fucking talk to me because I only shoot with Leica. Yeah. It's like, well, you you also only shoot your dinner, asshole. So shoot your dinner with your Leica, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Whereas if you're sincere and you have an iPhone and you're taking really well put together shots, beautiful composition, and you know how to use your Lightroom and you're doing the best that you can do with the gear that you have, don't worry, man. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to shit on your stuff anyway. Yeah. Everybody's going to shit on everybody else's stuff. That guy who's shitting on your stuff, 
people with higher end cameras than what he's got are shitting on his stuff. Yeah. So like everybody's crapping on everybody all the time, and it's kind of gross. Yeah. If We're, you try, what's that? What's that say? Like, if, if but if you are a, a true believer in that yeah. stuff, you just be like, you know what? It's a community. Like, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, what are you shooting? I'm like, oh, I've never used those lenses before. Never used them before. That's cool. Like, what, what do you like about it? Yep. Do you think I would it? Like, how much did that cost? I'm like, oh shit. You get this quality. I'm paying. I, I'm paying like more, but I'm using these lenses. And, mm -hmm. like, uh, and your pictures turn out better. So I change my body. Do I change exactly. the lens? What do I do? Yeah. What what do I do? I do? And then a community builds, right? I don't know as much as you about one thing, and you might not know as much about me as one thing. That's just one stupid example. One like, stupid yeah. example, but yeah. it's a great example. That's how it should be. Yeah. Like I was at a I was at a gig using this guy. Uh, not a gig. I was at the birthday party using this little guy, and I'm just having fun. Like I'm not shooting professionally at all. I'm just out there playing around with my new camera and my big ass flash which is twice the size of my camera having a good time i found out there's another photographer there somebody kind of mentioned it while well, that person like was within earshot and i was almost like um, i don't care like i'm not gonna show you my stuff i'm not gonna make a big deal about it i know somebody's trying to be like hey you should go and talk to talk to this person and like you know talk photography I'm like nope because i run the risk of this person being one of those people who's like what are you shooting with yeah it's wonderful i use a 1d mark ii or whatever it is right 1dx i don't give a shit like, because that person might talk shit about my gear, and I don't do that to people. Mm -hmm. So I let that, like, seep into my head, which is bad. I know it's bad, but yeah, I almost anticipate it. I was going right? to say that. I'm like, uh, if you, uh, let's see if you saw a fellow photographer at a gig, right? Yeah. I wouldn't go up to him. Wouldn't I wouldn't talk about his gear. I wouldn't do anything. Would, I'd leave would, it alone. Would you, would you, would you, like, would you, would you come up to him as a fellow photographer? Like, hey, how's it going? And uh, I would make small talk, but at the same time, it's like I wouldn't bring up that I'm a photographer. You, would, the you, you would leave that up to them. Yeah, if somebody mentioned to them that's what I do, and they came to me, mm -hmm. I'm absolutely I would do the opposite of what I did the other day. Yeah, it's, it's not like you, you you want to bring up like what tools you use as an icebreaker. Exactly, yeah. nothing like that. I I generally just don't. Mm -hmm. I let it go. If somebody is talking to me about their gear, if they walk up to me and we're in a room next to each other and they're shooting an event and yeah. they're talking photography. I would mention what I use. I'd be like, oh, I've got one of these. That's nice, man. I, I like that a lot. I want to play around with that. This mm -hmm. is what I use myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, do you shoot? I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. And they're like, you have a card? I'll hand them my card. Mm -hmm. But I won't go up to them and make a point to tell them what I do. Yeah. Like, it's almost like, the, the, and that's the problem with Western, like, toxic photography culture. It's made everybody kind of like that. Yeah, which is weird because it's, it's very it's, strange. Yeah, it's like, it's, uh, like I'm, not, I'm not, I don't know how cutthroat or competitive it is. But uh, it's uh, snarky more than it is cutthroat and competitive, which is which is weird because like there should there should be a commonality between that. You would like, think so, yeah, because like you know it's like uh, um, in a small sense, like kind of like when you see a biker, yeah, like uh, guys on motorcycles, mm -hmm. you know, even though they uh, one guy might have a crotch rock and one guy has a Harley, yeah, you know, they can say like uh, they wave they when they're driving past each other, they just wave. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's just it's like, all it's, good. Yeah, but they don't have to like because each other each other knows that that's the gear that they're using. But it's just, it's a common, it's just like a, that's their hobby. It's like a, it's their way to get this. Cause it, it, and it's an icebreaker. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's an escape mechanism. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of people got, who have bikes, uh, that is their passion or yeah. it's their, their thing to get away from like, uh, driving their fucking minivan with their Absolutely. kids, with their kids all the damn. They just want to get a motorcycle and just, uh, just get out of there. And they see other guys who are like other guys who, who, who have that. They're like, they might have that same, they're, they're have, they have it for the same reason. Yeah. So there, there's a mindset there that is shared among those people. Exactly. They're like, oh yeah. And they see the tool that this person is using. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I love that bike, man. I that's love awesome. That bike. Like, what ways you want to get a, like a, 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 like a speed bike instead of a cruiser? And they're like, oh, you know what? Um, this is why, this is why yeah, I like man. these bikes. And you can do that. You can, you can do yeah. that with a guy who's got a camera at a gig. Be like, man, is that the, is that the thing? Like I did it at a, at a gig, a couple, uh, not, not a gig of mine, somebody else's about two years ago. Mm -hmm. I saw a guy using a camera. It was a micro four thirds. I want, I was interested. I'm like, dude, is that what that is? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I was looking at those. 
And then he's like, do you shoot? I'm like, yeah. And it was, it was weird because I felt the vibe of this person. Mm-hmm. So when I said that, the vibe back was like, oh, yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that is. Because it was a camera that wasn't uh, well known yet. Yeah. And he was using other gear, but he had one on a tripod that was just specifically one for one thing. Mm-hmm. And I was wowed by it. So he like we, we fed off each other because we read each other properly. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare that I'll do that. Yeah. Because even like when I first started shooting with real gear around like 2007-ish, I went to a function where I met an old friend and he had a buddy of his who I know, like we, like we mutually know each other, but I just, I don't like this guy. But at that time, like I was kind of changing a lot of my views on the way I was. Like I wasn't doing that bar thing anymore. I wasn't being like that rough and tumble kind of dude. Mm-hmm. It was mellowing, mellowing out yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, you were mellowing out. You are doing a, like a personality. Uh, left, yeah, I was, like turn. an audit. Yeah. I was doing an audit, audit on my personality. Yeah. And I mean, there, there are parts of me I didn't like that I was getting rid of. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, upfront fuck you guy was kind of going away. Mm-hmm. And um, this dude found out through the other friend that I was shooting and the gear that I had and immediately started talking shit about my gear. Mm-hmm. Like he was like immediately like this is what I've got and it's beautiful. And what you have is yeah it's good. It'll do the job but like you know you're gonna have to upgrade because like your shit your gear is basically shit. And I was like I'm thinking to myself I took a second to not be the guy who I always am to you to like be cool. And you came at me with this like your gear is shit and I immediately became an asshole. Yeah. I was like see what you did like right away, and ever since then, I've been like, oh, that there is a culture there. Mm-hmm. There's a culture of like toxic assholery, mm-hmm. like it's like uh, the snarkiness among photographers in the Western world. And now, when I read articles and shit about that, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I relate, I get it. Mm-hmm. Now you can find places on Reddit and on on Flickr and join communities and groups where everybody is very cool, very cool. Yeah. But you will find that it's a global community, yeah, and not a Western community. Oh yeah, like, you got, you're, there's always gonna be people who are just like. Uh once they once they buy like the top end like lenses from Canon or yeah. whatever it is, they're, they're, and they're gonna be like, uh, uh, then the, the snob they're hiding themselves, yeah, man. Yeah, the snobbery comes in. They'll be mm-hmm. like, you know, they have they have those lenses that, that look like fucking fucking bazookas. Exactly. And uh, well, well, then there's a place for all that stuff, absolutely. but they they feel like that defines them as a pro. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm clearly better than you. But, that, but that's that's true in any hobby. Exactly. Yeah. So like whether it's uh, what, like whatever you're into, mm-hmm. uh, guys who uh, who are at the higher end who can afford the best stuff. Yeah. Um, they will not pander down to guys who are just shooting with a, uh, you know, a po- uh, like a point and like shoot. a point and shoot. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say, man, it's like if you are creating good content sincerely because you're trying hard to make the best stuff you've got with the gear that you've got right now. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yeah. Like, don't let people talk shit to you. If, if they are, then like you know, like I always say. Use your crappy gear like a Ferrari while that guy's using his expensive gear mm-hmm. like a Pinto. Mm-hmm. You know, he's using his stuff like he's got like a crappy little 1972 Ford Pinto. But you drive your crappy little gear like a 2020 Ferrari. Yeah. Make that sound. Make good content. Make good. Take good photos. Be sincere in your work. Yeah. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's just to- toxic photography. Is, it's it's weird. It's just the whole idea of that is stupid to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we'll hit the... Uh, I think we're going to start talking about haunted houses next time. Do, yes. that, do that haunted house research. Did I tell you my haunted house story? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll tell me off air. Yeah. We're going to tell you on air next time. Actually, you know what? We'll just That's the music. That's the end of the show. Mm-hmm. You're going to peace out this thing. Peace and out. And we're going to keep on going. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. Peace out.